passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Last week on the Poison Rana Patreon, we were joined by W.H. Park and John Ceno to talk all about the horrendous film Howard the Duck in a brand new episode of Up Yours. I was flabbergasted to be quite honest because I'm like, well, do ducks actually have nipples? Do real ducks have nipples? Because <laughs> no, the, they the, do not. And I believe there's a shot where like the cops are like strip searching fucking Howard or something like that, and you seem shirtless. He doesn't have any nipples, so only the female females of Duck World have nipples that look like human nipples. Right? Can, can I ask a question though? Why do we as men have nipples? Get this show plus NXT retro reviews, wrestling reviews, movie reviews, and so much more over at patreon.com slash poison Rana. And it's only five bucks, so what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? In a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on a TV set. When I'm in control on your own, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. You found us on postwrestling.com or whatever podcast app you are choosing to use right now. Or maybe you're joining us live on youtube.com slash post wrestling. Hello, postmarks. Hello, postmarks. Hello, poison pals. Hello, NXT friends. Friends. And it is Tuesday night, 
and we are here to talk about some NXT and a whole lot more. Oh boy. So much to talk about today. Man, I didn't go on my, my phone for <laughs> like maybe a, a day. Like yesterday, I was busy. I was hanging out with people. Went, got home late, went to bed, woke up around like 11, made a coffee, made some like lunch, and then looked at my phone and went, oh, the it, world is It all changed. happened so early today as well. Oh like, my God. I was up at like uh 8:30 for, oh, for wow. work and like i i think i read it on my way to work so like yeah super early breaking news today very crazy and k- kind of felt like i was like how long was i out for because i'm like wait the rock's back mm-hmm. the rock's part of wwe the rock's got the name the rock wait sorry what are you talking about wait what are you talking about i was talking about kevin patrick being pulled from smackdown oh oh, <laughs> oh shit sorry yeah uh no i was talking about wwe and netflix right and chill yeah oh my god there's so much going on it's it's absolutely crazy it felt like i had missed like a few days i'm like what is going on the rock down in uh what wall street yep hanging out ringing the bell saying that he's the true head of the table Mm -hmm. so i mean you you could take that for what it's worth i imagine uh some of the reports out there i mean yeah there was an interview with him as well where he's like it sounded like he was confirming yeah. it was happening. Watch Saturday. Yeah. Watch number 30. <laughs> I I don't know if that's how they'll do it, though. Right. I, uh, I, I feel it will be another route to right. get there. It felt very like the, the interview I, I caught with The Rock saying, like, when they were like, oh, so you're saying there's a chance? And he's, like, laughing, like, yeah, there's a chance. <laughs> Remember when they built the Goldberg return match against Brock Lesnar when he was just being interviewed? And he was like, I mean, if I were to wrestle, it would be about against Brock. And then it was like confirmed the next week. Right. Okay. It kind of felt like that. But yeah, so he's on the board of directors. He owns The Rock. He gets the name The Rock. Yes. After all these years. And uh, but yeah, I I think I'm pretty sure that uh, Cody's story is just going to be a bit longer. Yeah. There's a lot to take in and unpack from the things that have transpired in the world of wrestling news. WWE news, the world news, really. This this stories, these stories made news everywhere on every platform mm. today, uh, kind of all over the world, because yeah, it involves something that people access all over the world, and that's Netflix. Yes. Which is absolutely crazy that WWE's announcing this huge deal, uh, you know, for from time now. We knew that USA was getting SmackDown. Mm. And we've done a, po- a bunch of shows, and you were saying that you thought it was Amazon. You were like, yo, I feel like they're going to try to make moves. I think you're on the right path because this is close enough, even bigger, if not, because it's, it's Netflix. It's interesting. So the the deal is for like uh, $5 billion is the number going. For 10 years. For 10 500 years. mil a year. Which uh, obviously is a lot of money. But when you think, when I'm thinking about it, it's... It doesn't sound as good a deal when you think that this includes, like, Canada, like, Sportsnet no more, like, Rogers Network, I assume, no more. Hmm. It's, the whole of Canada gets all of WWE. Same with the UK. Uh, I think so many, a lot of other markets outside the US are getting, uh, like, all of WWE's property on Netflix. Yeah. Um, So when you think that five billion... For all of that, and it's not just domestic rights, but international rights. And wasn't that Fox, the Fox deal was like a billion over five years. Right. Wasn't it? So I I don't know. Obviously, it's ridiculous money. It's more money than I'm ever going to see in my life. But uh, it's from the 
like the things coming out, it seems like Netflix, the actual, it actually being Netflix is bigger than the money. They're like, Netflix is the streaming service in every home, pretty right. much. Yeah. Like, so many people have Netflix, and you think, uh, of all the ones that you kind of, you know, you might get Paramount Plus for a bit. Like, Netflix is the original. Stranger Things comes back around. Can't wait for that crossover. You got it. Yeah, like, I... Steve Harrington on Monday Night Raw? Fuck yes. So I think money-wise, I don't know over that time. And it's also, they've got the option to cut it after five years, if they want. Netflix right. do. Or they can extend another 10. So this could be 20 years of Raw Netflix. Yeah. I mean, you hear about the NFL doing these uh, games that are only on streaming services. Like, it was only a matter of time. Mm. You know, it's it's interesting because this is a big, bold move. It, it's kind of sounding like they will be still on Monday nights. It will be something that they just they stream live from whatever arena they're at, and mm-hmm. it goes to your Netflix. And anyone in those said countries can access this live, I imagine, if I come home at nine o'clock and I've missed the first hour, I can kind of watch it how we watch fight. I'm imagining you get something so, like that. I mean, yeah, I think if you think of the 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 core demo, what eighteen to thirty five, that's what yeah. they say is the the key demo on these things. Um, we're in that demo, um, and I don't have cable. We don't have cable. Not like no one does. No one no at one our, our age, age our friends, below, have unless you're cable. living with your folks. Still, it's incredibly rare. Um, unless you are maybe like a diehard sports fan and you buy all the sports packages. No one I know uses that. Everyone is on the streaming services. Everyone has their Disney, their Amazon, their Netflix and all that. So I think for the the demo thereafter, I think that's a great idea. And how many people just... We talked just the other day about the uh, American Nightmare documentary that was just on Netflix. Yeah, no relation to Cody Rose. And, uh, I mean, I, I did watch it because someone recommended it, but I flick on Netflix. It was number one. It's just on the, on the front trending, page. Yeah. And so many people just go, all right, what's that? New documentary series. So Monday nights, a night where a lot of people do stay in and probably flick on their Netflix and Raw is on. If you're on the UK and Canada and elsewhere, yeah, like... Whether it be Tuesdays moving forward is SmackDown, Wednesdays NXT maybe or whatever, like it's it's gonna maybe push itself onto more people than at least in our age bracket than it would the channel hoppers of days old. So I, I think it being Netflix is is a good thing. And from our point of view, we haven't subscribed to a Sportsnet or whatever for quite a long time. Yeah, we are we are people that we watch our content by streaming so all of that being on netflix for us it's so much easier as you said we're running late we can catch up although um it would be interesting to see if the style of wrestling changes because we'll be moving away from commercials essentially whoa i didn't even think of that right i mean that's where they could also be making money by putting so i think they have the whole like you know you can pay like like we have on peacock right now you yeah. know when they when they would go to a commercial and you don't pay for it you just get a a rear ripley video package or whatever yeah but actually during the matches as raw rolls on that could be the as, end of it as raw rolls on are we losing that i mean i think triple h's vision of wrestling we've seen like i've been saying in the last few mondays and have been watching raw and have generally actually really enjoyed it and just seeing the likes like Ivar, who is suddenly just stepping up. And like I'm actually getting quality wrestling on Raw these days, which haven't for so, so long. And if you are cutting that, 
it also the show can be as long as it needs to be you know like yeah. i mean 10 15 us going live might not be the case because if they want to overrun they're not clashing with anything if they want to ensure they don't have to kill time for however long like I, they, yeah they have so much more flexibility with it where i think you could see the in-ring product improve because you don't get those headlock spots or you're not dragging out a two-hour show across three hours or rushing a main does it need to be three hours is a big question exactly and that's where ads come back in because if they are allowed to put their own ads like their fucking ruffles and i mean that slim jim they're going to want to promote in some ways but you can do it you're not like handcuffed by network tv and hitting time cues and all of that. Yeah. So is this like going to make WWE more family friendly or is this going to make WWE maybe push the envelope a little bit considering that Raw won't be on TV? It'll be streaming. You know, I mean, you'll they... still be having sponsors, right? Yeah. And uh, so I think in the US, you're going to have the pay-per-views and stuff still on Peacock, whereas elsewhere we'll be getting it on Netflix. Yeah. So SmackDown, obviously... That's going to be different. Like SmackDown will be having those commercials still because of USA Network. Same with NXT with CW. But Raw, maybe not. Uh, Do we see a more... I mean, it it could be something you do with Raw. Push it a bit more, like, uh, a bit more adult if you wanted to. Right, the way it used to. Although I don't think it's not... We're not in the period of it being like super fluffy PG like it was when they first did the Switch. It's matured a bit, but... Yeah, it's it's crazy news because I'm about, happy with it. I, I think yeah. for for me as a consumer, like cool. Absolutely. I don't need to find a dodgy feed or spend a hundred dollars on a sports package where all I watch is wrestling. Yeah, it's very crazy. Like, think about it. Uh it's it's definitely a lot of money. I mean, comparing to like your your big sports, obviously that doesn't it, there's there's crazier numbers in like your hockey. Like big, the NBA rights yeah, coming NFL, up. NFL, right? yeah. like that shit's you know, that's very high up there but it's crazy to think when people go oh you watch that stuff yeah so do a lot of people because they just got a five billion dollar deal in the next while like it's crazy that they are making these moves and netflix is still like one of the most used subscription things and if i have to spend that to get wrestling what makes what makes things interesting and some questions which i'm sure will be ironed out is like does that become the network if I want to watch the WCW Halloween Havoc 1997, do I still have to have the network? What happens to what's next? Yeah. yeah. What do we do to watch all the our retro pay-per-views and stuff? Because they are saying like some of the new documentaries, I'm sure like Austin podcasts, all that stuff goes on Netflix for us here in Canada. I mean, I... And the UK, possibly. You would hope it, it migrates yeah. over, but it could take time. Uh, so, I know people aren't happy with the interface on Peacock. Yeah. Um, like I heard Dickie on Eagles Don't Hunt Flies saying... Like Raw, you don't search by dates. It's like season 30, oh, episode 41, Can't stand that the, kind of thing. Yeah, same with us. We use the network via VPN for you, the UK so we can access mm. to watch stuff for, for podcasts and stuff. And it's like, oh, it's really hard to access this. So, I mean, just having the ability for someone like me, I, I don't necessarily watch all the, the products that WWE mm. put out lately just because there's a lot of wrestling. But I do find it like, 
is catering to me because like you said, you know, we're early 30s. We 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 cut the cord a long long time ago when we left our parents' place and that like is something we don't we don't use cable. So to have Netflix to come home whether it's Monday night or the day after or the day after that to just log into Netflix, which yeah, currently I do pay for Netflix and I use Netflix because I use it to watch movies and yeah. TV shows and stuff and my true crime docs and stuff. So now it's it's perfect for me because it, act, it it will entice me to, well, Ra's right there. Let me put it you're on. You're more likely to... Watch it. You know, like, you're cooking dinner. Yeah. Oh, I well, it was on last night. I'll, I'll throw that on or, or whatever. I, I think so. And But this is big news. I The test is always who brings it up to you? Who do you know that knows you know wrestling, who don't follow wrestling? Yeah. And I had multiple people at work today being like, wow, big deal. Like, WWE yeah, to Netflix. Every That's news outlet today huge. was covering this thing. So very crazy. And just just like, yeah, it's Netflix. It is worldwide and a lot of people use it. So we'll lo- we will lose the Monday night slash Tuesday morning. Oh, let's look at the ratings. What did Raw do? Because how are we supposed to mm-hmm. look at Netflix live ratings unless that's something they they truly give out how it does it still count as the longest televised episodic thing which oh. is which is complete bs by the way that is they're 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 what, not what's the longer weekly televised like episode? there's there's a lot like general hospital like it's on every single week is on every single day <laughs> so like there's a lot of shows that actually right take that that is a fib from that is a wwe thing like, right but that they've been on tv for a yeah. long time every week so like yeah like like it's crazy that, that this is moving, but it does make me. I think they're ahead of the curve on this because you're going to see a lot more live. I, I work in TV, right? And working in TV, we're moving to mm. the future of which is a lot more streaming. TV will truly like never die because, in a way, live needs TV and TV vice versa. But with big power moves like this, it does make me question. I, I think it's a great move from Netflix as well because, like. Apparently, none of these streaming services are profitable yet, right? They all are losing a lot of money doing these things. And take Netflix and Stranger Things. I'm sure you see new series of Stranger Things comes out, their numbers rocket up, right? And then people like, and now they've decided to do the thing where you split it in in parts to kind of hopefully keep people for two months or whatever. Right. But then once they've watched it, they drop off. They might tune it, like sign up for a month, watch everything they need to watch. This is a show unlike any other sport that is on every single week. You know, every other sport has, yeah, bigger followings than wrestling, but they're on for three months of the year yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know, whereas this, like Netflix now has wrestling fans commitment for 10 years, potentially, 20 years, potentially, because, well, I'm not going to not watch Raw, so I'll sign up for Netflix or keep my Netflix yeah. account instead of just, oh, well, that I'll tune in for next season of American Nightmare or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it probably won't be unless they're that FBI I, I agent, happens, unless yeah. someone gets that FBI agent. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you do have to watch that that little doc series, the amazing American Nightmare. But yeah. It's it's so it's so interesting that because we're in Canada, we can now watch NXT and Raw on this and SmackDown. Everything everything for us. 
That's crazy. So it's all gone. So will American wrestling fans know how to watch their wrestling every night? It's going to be a difficult We're thing. We're going to need to uh, get Jerry Lawler back on commentary so him and Cole can this go. This is how. So you log in and you, you click this. <laughs> like your granddad trying to explain how he uses Spotify or YouTube music or something. It's yeah. like, and then, I, yeah. But what's interesting, this starts January 2025 and the deal with uh, USA ends October. So, or, or September or whatever it is. So I think there's three months where um, it doesn't have a home. I imagine they just extend, yeah. especially because they've already got the SmackDown agreement. I imagine yeah. it just carries through until this starts. Or it doesn't become the longest episodic <laughs> televised weekly, whatever uh, thing that they call it. Uh, someone's asking, where are the day after Raw shows going? Hulu still has the right. So does Netflix hide the replay for 30 days? I highly Doubt. Oh yeah, we don't have Hulu here in uh, Canada. We we have like Disney Plus that kind of takes some of those shows. But yeah, so they re they put up like s- smaller versions. Yeah, I'm sure that would disappear from Hulu. Absolutely, yeah. I, I assume well, it's that's only US anyway. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, right. okay. what US is, but like for us, we yeah probably yeah. just get it right. After. Interesting. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah, there's so many streaming services. It's crazy. Like mm-hmm. here we have Disney Plus, Netflix. Crave is like our HBO Max, kind of. We got Prime. Cra- well, I get Crave for HBO, yeah. but I've got to pay the HBO on top of that. So it, I might have to cut it soon. It's oh, like, is that so? It's like 23 bucks a month. Oh, that's crazy. That's Because you, you get Crave and you get all the yeah. Crave stuff. But if you want to watch True Detective or I just watch Righteous Gemstones, just finished right. that. So I think I'm going to cut that. You know, like we're 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 around the same age, early thirties here, and it's like we're we're we've been through a lot, right? Kids these days they watch movies on their phone, right? Think about it. When you were a kid, we had VHS, then we had DVD, then we had Blu-ray. We've been through the years of Blockbuster. We've been through the years of hard drives and downloading yeah. things and sharing with your friends to links to like I I'm old Pirate Base. To, I was the remote control. It would be, David, change the channel. And I'd have to get up and change on the big tube. And now now here I am, like, I don't pay for cable. I haven't since, like, ever in, like, 10 years, personally. And, yeah, we have streaming services and devices, and we're roommates, so we tend to, like, share. I I pay for a few things. You have Mm -hmm. some. I'm like, oh, can I use your Apple or whatever? Like, friends do that. I know they need to crack down on that in order order to make money. (laughs) But like, yeah, like this is how people watch things these days. So it's it's crazy. WWE has cut physical media before this deal came out. You knew that was a big thing. Like, we don't need to sell DVDs. So do we need to find a way of getting all these old NXTs onto a hard drive? Is that what we're going to have to do? If someone, we've got a a year to plan. Okay, well, here's the call. So we do a show called Was Next for you, real NXT hardcores out there, deep on our on our Patreon. About once a month or twice a month, we do a show called Was Next where we go through NXT from the beginning. We started in the Full Sail era with before the title. We've we've watched Jinder and Seth before. Mm. We've we've watched through uh, you know now Cesaro and Sami Zayn, the arrival show, and we use the network to do this podcast and it'll be a a lot difficult more difficult to do this if yeah it's harder to find these so if anyone out there has nxt from like 2014 to like now i think we we just gotta rip it from the network somehow ourselves no someone out there has it like someone's gotta know a guy Mm. so uh there you go uh out there but uh yeah 
pretty big news for for WWE and NXT and uh, sorry for for just WWE and Netflix and it's it's going to be big things. But yeah, it felt like a whirlwind of things because on top of that, we had the Dwayne looking like a super villain the way he was dressed. I don't know if this oh, guy's yeah. going to be a babyface at WrestleMania with the glasses. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a vibe. He had but- like yeah. Tomorrow never dies. He looks like, like a Bond villain. Yeah, he's really stuff. mad. Batista got that gig, and he <laughs> wants to be a Bond villain one day. He looks like he's trying to take over the world, and I guess he is. So I that's just wild, isn't it? Like, I mean, I got into wrestling watching, you know, Triple H and the Rock H, in Mike a ladder match and all that. <laughs> and now and they're, now running they're it. just running the show. What? And Brett has a bar. Yeah, <laughs> bizarre. Um, yeah. So the Rock. I think is wrestling Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I assume so, yeah. WrestleMania 40, the anniversary, it's going to be a big thing. I definitely imagine that that's the route that they go with. But yeah, um, before we kind of jump into NXT, I know we've been kind of rambling on, but there is some Quite other a few stuff. Other things, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I did check out Raw because I needed to see the CM Punk Cody Rhodes face to face, and I was not disappointed. I think I said on a show. Uh, on Sunday, we do a show every Sunday, Poison Rana, check it out, where I didn't feel like Punk had brought it in that as as much as some people thought mm. the segment with Drew was pretty good. His, his initial promo when he came back to WWE, didn't really think that hit. I thought this one hit really, really good, especially with him and Cody, the chemistry, the story of FCW, basically what becomes NXT. OVW, sorry. He does go to... Dusty telling him to... Keep an eye out. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, man, it was so good. But Cody coming back with like some of the zingers and vice versa with Punk, I I just thought it was one of the best promo offs. I think this is the best built Rumble for a long time. Even if if people are going, Punk's winning it, whatever. Yeah. Just the actual thought into the into the story like it feels like a match you're hyping up all these mini matches in this rumble you're hyping up drew versus punk you're hyping up uh gunther versus the world in this him saying seth i'm going for you you're hyping up cody v punk you're hyping up uh jay uso and drew like sammy and all of these guys like there's you're obviously going to have your favorites who's gonna who you think's gonna win or whatever but just They've built some certain encounters really well this year, uh, which I can't really think of them ever doing before. Oh, yeah. The Rumble... It's normally just like, all right, which surprise gimmick are we going to get show up? And I'm excited for that. And And then it's Diesel. Yeah. Like, I I think they've done a cracking job. I really enjoyed the Cody Punk segment. I just wish it cut a little earlier because they did their, like... Cody shoulder barging yeah. him and then them going face to face and they kind of tried to do the Rock Hogan where they're looking side to side and then it's like alright cut cut and then they're still face to face and it's like alright guys kiss already like do so yeah. you know uh, but no I, I did think it was uh, good and I did um, I did quite enjoy the Gunther Seth segment as well yeah yeah both promos were really good I just really loved how Punk Saying the story about Cody, Cody replying like, hey, you talk the talk, but everything you said you were going to do, I did. Like, you wanted the revolution? What? He didn't have to say AEW, but yeah. I was that revolution. I actually kind of, obviously, there's a part of you that, oh, let's let's see what yeah. AEW, like, jabs they both have or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I like that they didn't need to. They've got enough material between them where, as you said, you you know that. You know Cody left and started... Like right. help start AEW and all that, but 
uh, it didn't need to rely on those things. There was enough material there for to, and they never crossed in AEW, really, yeah. did they? Well, I, they do have history. I found it funny when Punk is referring to like uh, I'm coming, something you know, you came back and then a bigger star took over. That's what happened in AEW. Basically, is Co- Punk came in and Cody was like, ah, they don't need me anymore. Mm. I'm I'm leaving. And that's what happened. But, but he's also, also referring to The Rock. It's also what happened to Punk with The Rock. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, it probably would have been Punk Cena that year. And is what's going to happen to Cody. So, like, yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was uh, an awesome promo battle. And I was I was waiting for, for, for that, honestly. But was- now I feel you've, you've set something up where you could save Punk. And, well, not yeah. the word. We know what that guy's like. Yeah, but yeah. you've done an early build for... Punk v Cody. That's a 40, huge mania for forty one. That's a huge match. You know, now. like that is an insane match. Now, after watching this promo, I thought Punk and Seth was gonna like was the one, but no, this is like this is almost an end game down down the line. Like this should be but this you, year's. You mania. should like you know have them keep on like coming close to each other and drifting right, away again. Yeah. And I think you can do that for next year's mania. It, it's something that could be. Be, I mean, I, obviously, it would be yeah. big for a SummerSlam or whatever as well. But like, either I, way, that is a huge that match. Felt huge, on, yeah. And that's not the match we're probably going. With. Exactly. I mean, look, if Seth is out, then that's not a bad. I mean, that's that's what else is great, right? They're they're dangling all these backup plans potentially yeah. for you if if Seth won't make it in time. Uh, Seth basically with the injury saying, "Hey, I'm not sure, but I I'm not going to listen to these doctors." <laughs> and then uh, Gunther, you know, I think Gunther sounds great on the mic. Uh, he's one of the best talkers, and and he's not just like some American dude. Like he's mm. got a thick accent, but he makes it work so much. The way he dresses as a champion with Imperium, I love that. Like it's one of my favorite acts, and. Like him seeing him like this way, like fuck, man, it's amazing. I love uh, watch this guy in like tiny ass venues. I love how he doesn't play to being the foreigner, right? You know, there was a a few like a couple of months ago, whatever, a a US US say chant directed at him, and he basically said, "I'm not taking that bullshit." Like that's that's not what I do. Yeah, yeah. uh, He's yeah the. Just sticking around, I I think you've seen with a few people who didn't jump ship, you know. Uh, oh, my word, they changed his name from Walter to Gunther. Both are ridiculous names when you think about it. Yeah. But like, people are like, it's the end of the world. When Kevin and Sammy's contracts were coming up and it's, oh, are they going to jump ship? No, they stuck around. You're starting to see some of these people kind of be rewarded, I feel. Or, yeah. or like getting what they deserve, but... You know, like you've had Kevin and Sammy have their WrestleMania moments. You've Gunther is just being prime. Now you've teased that world championship thing. I definitely think it could happen sometime this year. Yeah, he he feels like the whole package with the IC title. Give him the world heavyweight title, and he could be holding both, like Warrior or something. Just just he sounded great, and I feel for Seth. And I really hope we still get CM Punk and Seth. Rollins. I'm hoping you know, like if he yeah. can. You don't just not wrestle until Mania. Yeah, rest up. Kayfabe wise, do that. Just one match, one match, and then yeah, go away. I like rehab. That being said, I feel for the guy. I really do because he had he had a tear in his eye. But kayfabe wise, where was Damian Priest? Right. This guy just said, "Look at this. I'm wearing a brace over my pants, holding the title, and I'm not. I'm vac- not vacating, vacating it. Yeah. 
priest would have should have just come out there. Gunther, get out of my way, please. I need to beat this guy up and take the title. He's However, too busy about his match with Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so, right. You're completely yeah. right. So like there, there could have been ways around it if they're legit not sure. Maybe that's like, oh, it's not as bad, and he will be. It's like. He, he he sounded very like heartfelt, and uh, I'm Genuine, yeah. I'm I'm liking this evolution of Seth. He's not always been my favorite because I always felt like he couldn't find like the character of him, like what he was trying to say. It's it's kind of interesting because I feel um, someone like Randy Orton, he had so many years where he was just like phoning it in, yeah, and then you can see. I I think he's one of the the people that you can see it very clear when he's motivated because he's when he's like the feud with Edge or whatever, he seemed to really get his teeth into that. Yeah. And I feel Seth, when he's not particularly interested, he falls back on the the suits and the laugh and all that. When he is, like his promo with Punk, uh, the promo segment from like last year with Riddle, tonight, well, sorry, last night, he sounds so much different and so much more believable. And... It works for me. Yeah. But he's not always dialed in. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm facing this guy. Ha ha! Yeah, and like, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that we still get that match for, for WrestleMania. But this is a hot time for the Royal Rumble time. Okay, RYN brings up in the chat, Hulk Hogan got one more run in him. Brother. Look, uh, fuck the Hulk Hogan jabroni, but like, if if he's never going to wrestle another match and you're saying that if if he was to do one more technical technically not a technical match <laughs> technically one more match a rumble spot is like do it and get it over with it's in florida they're going to cheer him in florida so he'll iron cheek it though he can't go he over he can't the top, go though. over he'll so win he'll, it. he'll win the whole <laughs> thing win it by just default. because yeah um i i really don't like Hulk Hogan. i do not uh, even before all the racist stuff came out i wasn't particularly a fan right that being said we're gonna have a a packed bar in downtown toronto on saturday if and that makes it okay real american <laughs> hits no. i'll pop don't get if he comes out for yeah. the rumble i will pop i still don't like him yeah but my, i'll pop we, we, i was saying to you to this before earlier but like my first ever mania was mania in new york right and he he opened the show yeah. and like his music hit, and like the fucking little kid inside of me was like, "Whoa!" And then all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh yeah, fuck this guy," <laughs> and then sat back down. The dude next to me, though, he was rocking a, a, a old Eagle title and lost his mind mm. when Hulk Hogan came out. And I was like, "Okay, so like, yeah, I'm I'd, I'd pop. I, Don't I, get me wrong, I'd pop, I'd laugh, and then I'd go, this motherfucker.' How can you get him over the top rope the safe? Yeah." He gets attacked before he gets in the ring, but then it's like you're just doing it for the pop. No, like if he's coming in, he's got to be gotta in the ring. Clear yeah. the ring. He's got to do the thing. Yeah, yeah. With his hand, and that's just not going to work. And for then me, Omos just. Yeah, do we? Have, you know, they love putting mattresses in places. Put one somewhere and have someone launch him. But he's still pretty big. Look. Does he deserve the rumble spot because he saved that girl on the road like a week or two ago? <laughs> is that what the world has come to? Yeah, look, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna like it, but I will pop if his music were to hit. Yeah, that is the truth. So, like, yeah, uh, not a fan, but you know, it is, it's fucking wrestling and it's stupid. But he is kind of uh, not in my good books. No. <laughs> so, does he have one more run, brother? 
Do you think we ever get like what was his last match like in WWE? It's got to be like it was a TNA would have been his oh, last I match. Oh, I guess wouldn't it? yeah, true, and that's just sad. So yeah, I, I think a Rumble spot in his like hometown would be the way to do it. It he is close he, to oh, it's Tampa. It's, it's close Tampa. to Tier Clearwater, right? Clearwater is like right there. His beach bar is yeah, far, isn't that it? Uh, I think it's happening, man. <laughs> his last match was teaming with James Storm and Sting. Taking on Bobby Roode, Bully Ray, and Kurt Angle. I mean, that's, in that's pretty. Twenty twelve. Pretty lit. Almost, almost twelve years ago. Fuck. It, no, fuck. It will be twelve years to the day on Rumble. It's the twenty seventh. Oh January. man, he's coming out, guys. How do I put money on this, <laughs> guys? How do you put money? I mean, he His said it on Raw. Was against Sting. <laughs> he legit. I got one more in me on Raw while he while he's, he's talking about the women's he's Rumble. Been saying that for- <laughs> It's like, Hogan, can you name 30 women in the WWE <laughs> roster? I don't know if I can, but, like, Hogan, come on. He All named, right. like, two, didn't he? Or or he's like, you know, I got one more in me. It's like, yeah, because he's lying. Like, he always, he always is. And he's not, he's not showing up in the Rumble, but, yeah. He won the 992 Royal Rumble, didn't he? Like, as far as he's concerned. At Wembley Stadium. <laughs> yeah, 100 million thousand fans. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Hulk Hogan, yeah. Maybe we'll see him in the Royal Rumble. Uh, any other surprise picks? I, I'm going to put the blessing into the world of Steve Blackman. Uh, Steve Blackman every year. Finally, every please. Year. I, do I haven't listened to the wellness policy yet, but I did see their image. Is Steve Blackman knocking Shane off the Tron at, oh, right, right. at SummerSlam? Nice. So maybe that's a good omen. Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. Pulls a quad in the match right away with Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Um, other surprises. I, I do see AJ Lee, potentially. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you'll get you'll get the usual women, like... Awesome Kong? Okay. Yeah. Could see that. Some NXT people. Uh, Kalani? Jordan. Kalani Jordan. Yeah. She had her audition last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get uh, Katanzaro or Katana Chance. She'll be doing some crazy spot like yeah. she did before as well in that. But who, who surprises? Like, are we getting like the Hurricane? I mean, Bubba you know, Ray Dudley. It. I think some like uh, Oberfemi would be good. They have put kind of champions in before. Yeah, he's someone who could impress. Just come in and throw a bunch of people around and then get teamed up and eliminated. Wouldn't be a bad little spot for Oberfemi. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, X-Pac, he's been the talk, hasn't he, for this one? He says he's in good shape. Yeah. He could have another run inside. Another run, brother. Well, he wrestled just last year. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, X-Pac, I could see. Um, Gangrel. But, like, Edge is in AEW and, and Christian, so I, I think he'd be showing up with them like he did. No, he's hardly, like... Come on! But when he does do anything, I don't think. I don't think. uh, I don't think. I'm thinking stuff that would get a pop, like that music and right. I mean, you know, I'm thinking nostalgia that they haven't done. The Rock being in the Rumble is a big thing that Mm -hmm. could happen potentially. He could win the Rumble this year as well, right? That could be a pick. Uh, I don't know what other people. Brock Lesnar, yeah. set up something. I mean, Brock and Gunther at Mania, if Gunther isn't facing Seth, would be like the money match to do really soon. Uh, We have some suggestions in the chat by Jake who says Andrade as well, right? Like he's someone who could be a surprise and that's how you kind of slowly bring him back in. Scott Steiner. 
Okay. I want Braun Steiner. I want Braun Breaker to be in the Rumble, but I know we're cooling him until Raw after Mania. Mm. That has to be the spot for him. I hope he's brought in after Mania. This isn't a good time to bring people in, but to sprinkle them into the Rumble is a good first glimpse for some people to be like, oh, I like Obafemi now because look what he did in the 10 seconds he was in there. You know what would make everyone lose their mind? Hardcore Holly. I would lose Every it. year, Hardcore Holly, Steve Blackman. Come yeah, on. just his music. The Hardcore Holly theme was a fucking banger. Uh, who else? Who do you want to see in the Royal Rumble? And who's going to win it? Who's your money on when it comes to Rumble pools this weekend? I know we are doing our watch party in Toronto. If you haven't bought tickets yet, you can't come because we're very, very, very sold out. Yeah. Thank you to anyone who did buy a ticket. We can't wait to see you. We're going to have lots of Rumble games, Rumble pools, wrestling drink specials. You've come up with a, a few different ones, right, uh, for this. We've got the Judgment Day cocktail. Uh, we've got the Claymore. The Bloodline. Oh, the Claymore sounded pretty good, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Scotch, Sweet Vermouth, uh, Bitters, and Spiced Mango. Mango. Yeah. Yeah, Nice. Okay. There's a few different ones. We'll post it on the socials this week as well for the the menu and stuff. But yeah, uh, we're going to have a ton of fun and having a full rockin' bar here. The Imperium Bomb. Oh, yeah. That sounds sounds, I don't know how that's going to be. Yeah. Uh, Jaeger and Frangelico dropped in orange juice. What the hell? So it's got the the German and the Italian. Right. What's the orange juice? Orange juice. (laughs) Okay. Red Bull is expensive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair. Damn. Okay. The Imperium bomb. Yeah. yeah. So Royal Rumble is going to be pretty nuts. It's always like everyone's favorite event. Everyone, non-wrestling fans like to watch it and, Mm. you know, place money on things and stuff. But I think if you get punk, you might be... uh, you might be winning some money. Yeah. You might be making it rain. You know what I hope this year? I I don't want to see the uh, number one or two entry winning or the number 30 entry winning. You want like a I 16? I want to see someone like 13, yeah, 15, something yeah. like that. Someone in the middle of the pack because I feel they do the that trope quite a lot of, you know, person in number one getting to the final two and that sort of thing. Right. I'd like to see, let's switch it up a bit. Well, if they switch it up, are we going to see Kazuchika Okada? Well, kind of as we said the other day, he is still with New Japan yeah. until February. But you can always chat. You can always make agreements. Uh, there seem to be like some rumors and some killed rumors today. Yes, I'd like to specifically address the killed rumor. Mm. That in my books, I'm just going to pretend is not killed. Okay. And that is Kazuchika Okada... Reports to NXT, the Performance Center, down in Florida with Shawn Michaels. Because you know Okada's a huge HBK fan. Imagine that this is the route. Let's just, you know, pretend this is something that people actually think is going to happen. Okada comes down to Florida. He moves to Florida. And he got to learn how to set up the ring again Mm. years later. uh, Former, like, multi-time headliner champion. Now he's learned how to set up the ring. He's got to uh, put his trust into all these NIL, ex-linebackers, you name it. He's got to then teach these guys how to wrestle. But then has to, what, show up and headline, like, NXT. Like, this just doesn't make any sense. It's not going to happen. No. I don't see that at all. I think I, people do go back, well, they did it with Nakamura. That was a different thing then, because they were just, like, you. NXT became its own thing. Like, right. NXT was almost what AEW is now. 
You know, they were uh, they hadn't done many takeovers by that point. They started doing these arena takeovers where they wanted these stars, but it was all it was these big indie wrestlers that nowadays they just go to AEW. Right. So I think it was a different landscape then bringing Nakamura in. Um, Okada, like I think if they bag him, like. Triple H is going to treat him like an absolute star and yes. present him that way He's on the get, main roster yeah. at the top of the card against your serious contenders. He should be treated like the Brock Lesnar specialty kind of thing. Let people figure, if they don't know who he is, they will after watching like some of his matches. If he's treated like the superstar, he, he is. But, but humor me for a sec that imagine he does show up in mm-hmm. NXT. We'll get the dream match of Okada v. Lexus King. Okada v. Joe Gacy. Yeah. Okada v. Oh, Quincy Elliott's gone, right? Uh, yeah, that would have been good. Uh, doing vignettes with Von Wagner and Robert Stone's kids. Um, I mean... <laughs> Someone better warn Okada about the parking lot. He'd, he'd save Chase U, wouldn't he? He's he would have, with all the money. Exactly. Yeah, he'd fund them yeah. to save the university. Rainmaker U. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> OU, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, Chase needs that right yeah. now. Yeah, just imagine uh, Okada in NXT just teaching these kids how to wrestle. On the flip side, stand and deliver, Dragonov, Okada. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah. Right. So here I am, like ah, NXT. It's like, yeah. Well, what if that's the match? Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's. What <laughs> no, I do not think that. Uh, it's it's fun to joke around. Oh, someone else. I Jade Cargill. I very much see turning up at the women's. Oh, okay. Who, nice. They've gone kind of quiet. With her, so I think it would be a good way to debut her again. But not to win it. Not to win, but you can set up, like, being, like, a bigger person, like, being, like, tall and muscly and stuff, you can always do the gang up to eliminate and not, like, she doesn't lose anything from that. But you can totally set up a Mania match for her, I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, But, yeah, yeah, like, having uh, Okada, I don't know if you necessarily get him in the Rumble, but... I do hope it is WWE. I know it sounds kind of crazy that you you think he'd want to be all elite with his friends, but like I think it's there's more interesting things there. I agree. Like, it, there's there's you, you'd go to AW and you'd fill in with all the people that we you've all done stuff together mm. already. Like to break out, you definitely would make that jump. But who knows uh, at this time? But it sounds crazy. Like yeah, I think I'd rather you go there because there's some big matches and things that you could do there and help WWE get a huge big Japanese star like Nakamura as much as they've tried to rehab him now like it's too late like yeah. he's the still just the surfer to me now he doesn't doesn't seem like he cares but he cares enough to go yo Kaz come on over here come on over. I think so I could be wrong yeah you could just show you could be wrestling at Wembley this year but I do kind of it yeah, will my, and imagine, my money's still on WWE even though I'm hearing like oh it seems he'll be going think up, like don't I get me wrong see it think don't get me wrong we'll have great Matches in AEW, there's lots of potential matchups there still. Rematches, of course, but yeah, there's still great stuff. But as a fan, if he goes to AEW and he even has a fantastic year, I know myself as a fan will just be wondering still. Like, oh, but what if you like, yeah. did do that? What if you did that? I agree. You, what if you beat Roman for the strap? Mm. It's going to hold it for another year, possibly, because if it's The Rock, he The Rock ain't taking it. I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so there, there's a lot of wrestling news this week. Holy! I did, I did briefly bring up Kevin Patrick, but uh, I do find it quite funny that 
they've pulled him but haven't announced uh, a replacement, which seems even more a kick. We'd rather not have anyone than right. have you on commentary right now. What's uh, Morrow doing? I mean, Pick maybe. up the phone, Morrow. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. Um, I like this. Or would we see a Vic move up and someone new in NXT? As much as I love Vic Joseph, because you know what? I think he has really stepped up and improved so much that I don't want him to leave because I like him and Book Mm. together. They make me laugh. They're a fun team. But yeah, he definitely wasn't working for me. So I'm kind of glad they're switching that up. And lastly, I I served the uh, UFC middleweight champion of the world. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. yes. Who came into Gabby's? Uh, I'm going to butcher his name, but uh, Dricus Duplessis. Yeah, the sure. middleweight champion beat uh, St- Sean Strickland. Yes, uh, in the in the main him, event, you put him on a leash and took him for a walk. Yeah, uh, he was wearing a, a boot on his foot. Had right. some black eyes. You're breaking news stories. Yeah. with this uh, loves country music. Was right. banging country music on the bit of Chris Stapleton on the oh, jukebox. Good choice. Uh, likes the raspberry martini. Like John Pollock, um, and is a big fan of Nando's. Cheeky Nando's cheeky. in South Africa? Apparently, South Africa, like, started Nando's. Okay. And Weird. he's like, I know it's big where you're from, but, like, we started that. I was like, Don't oh, you okay. forget. Don't you forget. I was like, okay, don't worry. Yeah, you shouldn't have given a few more of uh, those martinis. You would have kept uh, cutting promos <laughs> on you, I'm sure. <laughs> those UFC fighters. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. I'm in the weight class above him. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, was, he, had a, he had an injured foot, though. He did, yeah. So you could have taken him. Oh, I didn't his... think I was like Damien Priest. I just didn't think. <laughs> he could have jumped in on uh, him. But... but no, that was pretty fun. Uh, check out my Instagram. There. Yeah. The pictures on there. Hilarious. Yeah. So Gav, did you tell him, did you invite him to our Rumble party? we <laughs> <laughs> full. There's no room. Sorry, we're no champions allowed. He needs allowed. a seat. He's got a fucking thing on his foot. There's no, no, no seats. No standing room only for yeah. this <laughs> No, he'll be back in, well, on his way. He'll be on a plane now. Yeah. Um, nice. Shall we save the plugs to maybe the end? Because we've gone quite long. Let's. Uh, yeah, what I mean, think? Uh, well, just check out our, our shows. Obviously, we have Poison Rana. And if you haven't checked out our Sunday show, search Poison Rana in your podcast app. Give us a little subscribe there. Same with the YouTube as well. We'll be going live this Sunday for Royal Rumble at like 2 p.m. So uh, a little plug there to check out all the stuff that we do and poisonrana.ca for links for everything. But yeah, we'll let you know what we got going on because uh, we are reviewing a Rumble. Oh, oh, one. Royal Rumble 2001. And, and one unanimously and any patrons out there get your feedback in because we're recording this tomorrow yes. so this is your uh, your first warning there final warning um, and I believe uh, brand new what up doe dropping tomorrow on the free Patreon uh, free Poison Rana feed with uh, B Detroit and John Ceno talking about uh, hip hop pop culture but most of all I think they're previewing the rumble this week excellent and Ceno will be going to the rumble um, but Let's get into NXT, shall we? Yes, NXT from Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. We open with the Dusty Club, Dusty Club, Dusty nice. Cup Tag Team Championship tournament thing. <laughs> the classic, that's the thing. Um, it's the semi final. We've got the uh, War Dogs, Wolf Dogs. The Dog War Wolves, Dogs, that's a called? different. That's oh, yeah, a different that's team. That's AEW, New Japan. New Japan. <laughs> no, wait. What's Wardlow? War Dog? Someone calls him that. The War Dogs are like Gabe, uh, little, little, what's his name? Yeah. But he, this is the Wolf Dog. Wolf Dogs. If Moxley were to say this, it'd be the Wolf Dog. Remember, he can't, he can't pronounce them all Wolf. Zeno says Wolf as well. Yeah, yeah. Some people can't say Wolf. Or they choose to not they say, say wolf. wolf. 
Wolf. Right. Yeah. This, like, I have certain words that I just can't pronounce. Most of them. But, <laughs> but wolf. Dogs. Wolf. The wolf dogs. And, I mean, if last week wasn't funny enough with the segment with Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin, out come the wolf dogs. They're not named that. But, I mean, Baron Corbin, I don't think he's ever made me smile as much as he has with this right here. As they make their entrance, the a-holes, the wolf dogs, whatever you want to call them, Baron Corbin's wearing Braun Breaker's wolf hat, hat helmet. It's thing. like the <laughs> oh my god! It's like the you know the skinned and just like over the head, like Midsummer. Yeah, <laughs> where the wildings are. I don't know He's what this finally is. Finally, found a look that works. <laughs> the him. wolf on his head. The wolf on his head. But like the gear, like he. he He's finally looking all right, I think. So we get our uh, crossover music. They remix. do the classic Bron coming out first and Corbin's music interrupts him and he's like, oh, fuck's sake. I guess Wolf Dogs is better than Burn the Dogs. Burn the that dogs. wouldn't be a great tag team Burn name. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really roll. It doesn't no, really, really want to support them. Um, they're taking on Axiom and Nathan Fraser. They have their own dual entrance thing when they both do the, the running. The thing. Power Rangers. They're like, you know, the the like... The speed lines. Like, when yeah, yeah. Like the running man or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, flash. So Axiom and Fraser like, jump uh, Corbin and Bron before the bell rings and just are attacking them at ringside. They're using their speed to chop down Corbin. Uh, Axiom does this cool head-scissors arm-drag combo, taking down both Corbin and Breaker at the same time. And then they hit tandem Tope Suicidas to the outside and are t- continuing to attack on the outside. Uh, finally, Corbin powerbombs Axiom onto the announce table and Fraser leaps off the top rope but gets caught with a power slam from Bron. The bell now rings, the match is starting and Corbin and Bron are just beating the shit out of them. Uh, Fraser starts flipping around to evade both of them and then uh, both Fraser and Axiom hit frog splashes to both Bron and Corbin but both kick out. Uh, there's then a cross arm break from Axiom, which Bron powers out of, lifts him up into a power bomb on top of Fraser. Crazy. Corbin hits a nice looking brain buster, uh, which he hits pretty good. Look, you know what? He's not my favorite, but I th- he, he impressed tonight. Yeah, brain buster. Uh, big kick out from Axiom. There's then a top rope Spanish fly from Fraser to Bron, followed up by the Phoenix splash, which looked really nice. But Corbin breaks up the pin. Axiom goes for his... Like satellite DDT, but it gets counted into the end of days. Which this was a spot, yeah. I mean, back in the day when when Baron Corbin was on NXT, like years ago, that was a reoccurring thing in his matches, especially his like takeover ones of how to counter someone's move into it. So yeah, I thought this. Was, I'm sure he's done something similar like this before, but it was pretty it clean. nice. Yeah, and then a massive spear from Bron. Oh yeah, if like. If the gimmick is they're a-holes and they're trying to one-up each other, Braun just coming in with that spear, like a damn football tackle. It's the best one. It is. Yeah, I, I've officially agreed that like it is Goldberg tier of yeah, spears. Yeah, it's excellent. Like, yeah, it's so good. He crushes these dudes. I'm, I'm absolutely on Team Braun. Uh, I know the first impression in 2.0 was like, oh, Rick Steiner's kid, a Steiner here in WWE, like should be a star. But let's see what if he has it. Like he's got like everything for me now. He, he's got the humor. Yeah. He's got the serious. He's got the dog in him. He's got the best spear. Like this guy is waiting I think to he's explode. Very well rounded. He will um, be. Yeah. Like he will be a huge player in WWE. And again, I'll reiterate: the Raw after Mania should be his time. 
come out, take out someone and make a name for himself. And like, he will be a big deal. He's, he, he should not be down in here in NXT anymore. Like this, he's, he's definitely moved on. He, he, he's got the tan. He's got everything. But I will also say Baron and him work together. Well, it's, it's, this is probably the best thing they've had for Corbin since probably since his original NXT days. Like, I think this is, is finally clicking. And I think, I think people like this team as well. I think they're pretty fun to watch up against exactly the right opponents, people that can fly around them and then just get crushed. Crushed. Uh, I thought this was really fun. And I kind of see Bron and Corbin being the babyface team at uh, Vengeance Day. Uh, I know they're they're likely up against Trick and Mello. Yeah. But I think with the dynamic, I think you're going to get booze for Mello. And want to see these guys. Obviously, Trick right. is the like. Whenever Trick's in the ring, he's going to be the babyface. But I think a lot of it is going to be everyone enjoying watching these two beat up Mellow yeah. as well. So yeah, yeah. makes for a fun dynamic. But yeah, these two are working for me. Yeah, absolutely. Love the a holes. A holes live forever. Yeah, and uh, the wolf dogs. The wolf dogs. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I need the announcer to say it. <laughs> Just <laughs> they did. Uh, they did kind of say it at the beginning, and Vic was like, "You don't like that book?" And he's like, Ugh. "Yeah." We go backstage where we see Ilya Dragunov, who's about to be interviewed when Josh Briggs approaches him, and Ilya's mad that he got interrupted. But Briggs says, "Look, I need to know where I measure up. I'm doing my singles thing now. You're the champ. I need to know where I'm at." Dragunov says in his very over-the-top dramatic way, like, are you sure you want to be stepping up to me? It's kind of hilarious because Josh Briggs is like two feet taller than him. Yes. And Josh says, look at me. You see no fear in these eyes, but I can't see the same about you. Uh, And brings up that maybe he's nervous about the trick match. This is where Trick comes in. And tells Briggs to wait his turn. He needs to get back of the line. Yeah, f- fair enough, Briggs. I, I definitely appreciate you got the plums, but like, there's a there's a cue. And Briggs says, well, after Vengeance Day, you'll be back in Mellow's bag. So I'm talking to the one who will still be champ after Vengeance Day. And uh, this sets up a match for later tonight between Trick Williams and Josh Briggs. I like and Ilya says he'll be watching. I liked uh, Trick when Briggs said he, I forget what Briggs said and they kind of asked him something and Trick is like or sorry Trick said, asked him something and went yeah that's a trick question <laughs> good one um, we go to Ren Sinclair is who, that when I have to say say who who uh, this is the girl who last week eliminated Lash Legend she replaced who was it that was taken out Cora Cora and who's had surgery today by the way best wishes yes by the way and I think we called her anything but Ren Sinclair on last week's show. Last week was tough, man. I'm pretty sure you had COVID uh, <laughs> watching the show. We were watching and it was just like trying to figure out who like all these new faces were. And uh, we got a few messages this week. So no, thankfully none were being like, you fuck, you idiots. We, we try our best. And a, a few people were just like, oh, by the way, this is this person. This was this person. It's like. Look, I watch this show every week, but when you throw like twenty new people at me, it's it's kind of hard. I'm the same it, way. It is a bit my of a shows. new class. Like yeah. we had it um, when 2.0 first started, where the whole cast yeah, was yeah. different, and now we've got these breakout tournament, uh, all these breakout tournament next in line people coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot, and I think they could do a better job of reminding us who certain people are. 
you know, just hammer those names over our head a bit. Like, because we, we say whenever we go to indie shows, just wear your name on your gear. I don't know who you are and I want to cheer for you. But <laughs> they've all got ridiculous names in NXT. And Yeah, sometimes I'm like, that can't be your name. Like, if we don't, and we watch this and st- like talk about it every week, if we're going, who? Sorry, who's that again? Maybe we just graphic get, across the bottom. Of something. We're just getting old, dude. Maybe, maybe, just, maybe it is. But it was. It last week was a definite struggle. Where I'm like, look, I know I've seen some of these people in the last few weeks, but like to throw them all out there while they're flying everywhere, I was like, oh, I'm getting really confused. And then to have Cora not be in it, a few like of the names I do know weren't in it, and then. Yeah, what is it? Ren Saint Clair. Ren Sinclair. Sinclair, and we and, and we've seen we've actually seen her like on like certain AW like dark matches and stuff like that. So like she's been around, but yeah, I was I was so lost at so many new names being thrown at me last week. So she's psyching herself up for her first uh, singles match in NXT, and she's saying, "You eliminated Lash. You have a huge op- opportunity. Oh, I might throw up." And she's getting all nervous when Fallon Henley walks in. And uh, Ren tells her she's about to have her first match. And she's trying to make friends here, not enemies. And she's stressing out. And Fallon tells her it's never easy being the new girl. Just continue being your genuine self. There you go. Everyone can learn, learn that lesson. Be yourself. We then have Ava Rain leave Shawn Michaels' office. Here we go. And she goes, oh, what a meeting. When... A returning William Regal what? leaves the office. A true villain, a true gentleman. And does the classic, like, offstage, like, thanks, Sean, I'll see you later. Uh, great meeting. And says, congratulations, Ava, you are the youngest GM in WWE history. And Regal says, you know, it's a thankless job, it's a tough job, but if you ever need anything, I've been here since the beginning of NXT, my phone is on whenever you need me. And yeah, so Regal, two years later, passing on the torch to the next GM. Yeah, kind of strange. Um, okay, so Ava Rain, the pebble, Young Rock here. She's been just show, uh, put, took it upon herself to help out Shawn Michaels. She was like, look... Uh, too much thing. I left a cult I need something to yeah, do there's not, I can't there, wrestle yet you're not really on screen a lot Sean so I need to help you out and solve these things and then the interviewer was like yo what's going on are you like the GM or something and she's like nah I'm just like the assistant to the GM it's like oh okay cool now we have William Regal who is this is his first time appearing on WWE television since coming back from AEW right mm-hmm. and the first thing that he says is like talking to Sean, who's probably not there. I don't know what his deal is. He teaches these kids. Is he ever here on Tuesdays? I know he's busy, but like, just, you know, he could have shown up in the thing, but... I imagine he's in Gorilla. Yeah, probably. yeah. He like... So, so then, then just all of a sudden goes, oh, it's a thankless job, but like, you got this, and gives it off to the Rock's daughter. What a day for the Johnsons, you know? I have to say, is this not a coincidence, or... So the day the rock gets yeah, on the board, his daughter becomes GM. Mm. It's, yeah, true, true. Nepo babies. Um, I think it's just adding clarity to, they obviously want to use Ava as the, like as the device of making yeah, matches of and stuff. And Sean, for whatever reason, doesn't want to be on the screen. Yeah. Um, I 
like I've been saying for a couple of weeks now, I think Regal is joining Pete Dunne and Tyler Bates yes. in a sort of manager role. And I felt this was a kind of way, because he never got his goodbye from NXT. It's like two years too late, but yeah. I felt this was his goodbye to NXT. Right. And I, I do still think he's going to do that. The way he's like talking to the next GM and I'm I'm on the phone if you need me. It was a pretty nothing thing for him to do, but the fact that they did it, I'm like, yeah, I, I think he's going to... I imagine he's roster. on main roster, yes. He's a he's a way more interesting to do Do you that know here. what his last appearance on NXT was? No, I mean, he was let go, right? He was yeah. released by WWE, right? What was it? It was the Index Wedding. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just think of all the great William Regal memories. War Games? Yeah. That was NXT, you know? Think about it. He was... he was. Then he went off to, to AEW, created one of the most badass... Flirt, flirt with Excalibur, Excalibur. Yeah, got a little cheeky with X on commentary, and then shows back up, and his kid's here, and he's like, oh, I'm just going to visit my kid. Oh, my kid's in a cult? They're all in cults, no matter what kind of cults they're in. But yeah... Uh, Ava Rain, the Rock's daughter, now going to be our GM. Like, at least they've just flat out went, no, why don't you just be the GM instead of this assistant associate or whatever. But, yeah, uh, still not a big fan of her acting, dude. Like, I can't stand it. Like, your dad's the Rock. Yeah. Like, call up his acting agent. Yeah. I'm Like, anything. I just don't understand. I Obviously, this is better than watching her wrestle. But, like, come on. I really want her to succeed. But, like. I cannot stand her when she's on screen. So, like, I need she needs to figure this out, and hopefully, this position or whatever she's on, she's going to be on screen every week. Yeah, she was in the the, the main event. Like, I'm at they're just doing this so hopefully she gets more comfortable. Let me improves. ask you something: The Rock's got other kids, right? <laughs> he's got younger kids. It'll be a while, I think. But he's got he's got kids. kids. He's got yeah. two more girls. Yeah, he's a girl dad. Yeah, it's a girl oh, dad. so you know. There's still hope. There's still hope. For the, the Johnsons. Um, I, I never get this name right. Job Nobbly. Is that right? <laughs> oh, in the chat. <laughs> says, Wrestling Observer did a 15-minute rant about NXT not telling us who's who. Noted that NXT that aired a few weeks ago have seven different segments where there were no names shown. Okay, so, so we're not, not crazy. Us. Okay, good. Wow, thank you. Thank you. I definitely was like, wow. Like, again, no one no one criticized us last week. No one went like, you two knobheads, you, you didn't know anything. But I felt like, man, am I going? Am I losing it? Like, how did I not know these people's names? Because they don't mm. tell me people's names. But then, you know, you watch Raw and they're like, the pit bull. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I get it. You really wanted to, to call her the pit bull. There's a, there's a happy medium, isn't there? Yeah, like, this is somewhere ground. in the middle, yeah. please. <laughs> This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister and putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. We go to our next match. Lash Legend taking on Ren Sinclair. 
Um, it's a lot of Lash just throwing around Ren, uh, beating her head to the mat. There's a torture rack from Legend. Uh, Ren keeps on trying for a sunset flip, but Lash just muscles out of it. Uh, then Ren comes back when Lash runs shoulder first into the ring post, ducks a big boot and hits a Enziguri to Legend. Ren then goes for another sunset flip, but this is where Jakara Jackson's on the apron holding Lash Legend's arm. And then uh, the ref kind of breaks him up. Ren then pushes Lash into Jackson and goes for another roll up. And then Lash kicks out and hits what I think they're now calling the slam dunk. Yes. Which is her choke slam up into a bomb, which looks pretty good. Yeah, it looked for the win. Looked pretty impressive. Um, you know what? Ren St. Clair, she's definitely got something, but here was to kind of feed her to Lash Legend and was impressed by like that big. What is what is the lowdown? No, not the lowdown. The hoedown. Other people used to do this move all the time, but she made it look more impressive. Oh, the slam dunk. She, yeah, yeah. It's but she starts with like a one choke slam. Choke yeah, slam so it is like a slam dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty um, nice. I didn't really like this. I, I didn't like the match. I didn't think either showed anything. Lash, Lash Legend is. She's not naturally good in ring. Like she's been in development uh, for a while now, two years now, something like that. Really, and. When she's shone in recent months has been when she's done her power stuff, you know, like the the body slam on Otis and and I think in the was it the Battle Royal she had some fun spots or she's she's had in tag teams and things like that they've picked her moments really well to showcase stuff she's good at. Yeah, she's incredibly exposed in singles and especially when she is technically the, vet. the veteran in this. I saw nothing from Ren Sinclair. She was just being beaten up and would go for the old, odd roll-up. So I don't know what she's like, but she didn't look good here. And Lash Legend, unfortunately, she'd be better off being in the ring against a, a Nia Jax or a Piper Niven or something where at least it's, wow, she body slammed them. And it's impressive, you know? Yeah. I didn't get anything from this like, from either of them. Like, before. again, it it was just feeding her to Lash and, and her getting the big win. So it doesn't do too much for Ren. But, like, I can see that she's got a look. She can knows how to somewhat wrestle. But Lash, yeah, like, definitely we've seen flashes of her where, like, oh, shit, that's impressive. The spot on Otis has actually, like, you know, went viral on yeah. different social media. I've seen random accounts that don't cover wrestling post, like, watch this, like, women's slam in the wrestling match or whatever i'm like oh that's crazy like that this clip is kind of you know circulated like that but yeah um the finish looked good so we'll we'll she's go forward with that like i like that i think she's funny yeah. I, I like the act of metaphor i think they all yeah. work well together and she's had moments where it's been oh that was good her finish is good but it's like when you think she started the same time as your tiffany stratton's and people like that and how much further they've come it's like she just she should be on level up every single week maybe she is and we just don't watch yeah maybe Asino yeah she's a level up regular like for a while she she needs to be she like obviously like you need to get more reps but it's like on NXT I don't know um, so not a slam dunk no, from Last Legend. Metaphor looks like they're then gonna beat up Sinclair when Fallon Henley runs out for the save nice we then see OTM are in uh, Tony D'Angelo's Italian restaurant. Oh, so they're out the mud and in the restaurant. In the restaurant. And they're like roughing up the waiters and stuff. And they're saying, Where, where's Tony and Stax? They're like, 
They're not here. Ah. What would you do if you were at your your bar and these guys came in and roughed you up? Where is he? <laughs> I don't know. I never have security there, so <laughs> probably get punched in the balls again or something. Like that. You ever get roughed up at work like this? Yeah. <laughs> so they're at Tony's restaurant. I mean, that's a pretty that's a no no in. In the Sopranos, uh, you know, no spoilers, but like, rest, you don't mess with, you don't mess with the other guys' like places, familiarity. Yeah. You know, like, you wouldn't go. I mean, Pete, we've seen it in NXT when someone's trying to get in Melo's head. They went to the barbershop, You know, like you go there to basically, you know, you go to your someone's baby's crib, right? In wrestling, yeah. so here they trash the place. Like, it didn't look like they trashed it that bad, to be honest. But. No, it was more just, like, intimidating them and yeah. getting in their face and stuff. Uh, yeah, we then see Electra Lopez, who's storming around backstage. She asks some poor, like, technician working backstage, where's Lola Vice? And then she just smashes all the equipment off his desk. <laughs> He's like, fuck's sake, I'm just, just trying to do my job. Yeah. Uh, everyone, everyone in NXT is just in, insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's an ins- it's an insane asylum here in NXT. We go to our next match. It is Dijak taking on Joe Gacy. Uh, remember, this came about last week when Joe Gacy was on commentary um, with Vic and Booker during Dijak's match, and then attacked him, <laughs> and they brawled for a long time. Yes. What are you uh, watching there? No, no. Um, I, I, I saw that when people thought for a minute that Okada was going to NXT in the last day or so. Dijak was one of the guys who posted on social media being like, hey, don't send me your dream matches of me versus Okada. The only person I want to face is the NXT champion. And people were like, yo, like, chill, man. Like, <laughs> if someone wants to see Dijak versus Okada, that's kind of a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining he's playing a heel, he's on, as he always yeah. does on social media. But yeah, so Gacy jumps Dijak during his entrance uh, and grabs a chair. He's smashing it over Dijak's back. Uh, Dijak moves and he even smashes the ring bell. Dijak comes back with a cyclone boot to Gacy that kicks him through the NXT sign. This is pretty nice. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Yeah, these two brawling. But Gacy just crawls back laughing. There's then a choke slam from Dijak through the announce table, and Gacy stills get still gets back up laughing, and chokes out Dijak when all the referees and security and jobber cops run and separate them. So the match doesn't happen, but oh, these two are going to keep on going at it. So a last man standing match is where we're going to go. I guess so. With these guys, right? Like, yeah, uh, you know what, Gacy? I know he's he's the crazy gimmick is essentially what he's got now. Uh, but probably the better version of him, considering we've this seen him. This is a bit more, f- like, yeah, yeah, this works a bit better than the Yeah, right? Like, cult it's leader. better than, I'm looking at the glass half full here, right? Because it's like, well, he's been in a cult, he had druids, he kidnapped Rick Steiner, he's done some weird shit I've not really liked. He's... He's been around a lot longer than I thought he was yeah. going to be. You know? But but part of me is like, hey, there still is that Joe Gacy from before NXT when, you know, he was he was a decent wrestler and kind of, you know, hardcore brawler and, and that kind of stuff. So maybe we'll go in the right direction. I feel like broken record for the last two years of like, I give him a chance. 
I, I still do. I've been more entertained by yeah. this gimmick. Like him just randomly showing up in different places. Like the best thing he ever did was last week making me laugh, showing yeah. up on commentary. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this guy doing? So, and Book and Vic were a big part of it too. But yeah, like he still makes me laugh. So we'll see. Because this brawl was pretty cool. So, yeah. you know, maybe the match. Again, I imagine now we get it like a match with stipulation. Maybe it's added to Vengeance Day. And I think that's where he'll shine. He needs to show that he is like kind of a hardcore wrestler. And mm. maybe that's where he'll... He'll, he'll, and Dijak's actually been good at those kind exactly. of Exactly, yeah. It, so I'm like, oh, wait a second. Scene. Let him cook. Let him cook. Because both are kind of in that realm that like to hurt people. So We see Ariana Grace in the dressing room and she's practicing a like a speech and she's hyping herself up when Electra Lopez comes in and she's, where is Lola? Where's Lola? Where is she? And she probably smashes up something else. Right. And Ariana says, oh. Some people have no social graces. Right. She doesn't. No. <laughs> we go uh, to Lexis King, who says he's making his way to the ring, saying uh, Bear Hill should be grateful for sharing his spotlight, but he's the only one center stage. And we cut to a vignette between Robert Stone and Von Wagner. And Robert Stone's taken to him to his old football ground. Where, is this in Florida? I don't know where this is. Did they say UCF? I could be wrong. I, We're Canadian. I, we don't even watch real sports. Sorry, kids, kids football, essentially I mean, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Look, college football, university football is pretty big in high school. It's still kids yeah, football. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, yeah. Talk to me when you're in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, uh, literal kids show up here. Yeah. So, uh, Vaughn is asking, what does this have to do with the Heritage Cup? He goes, well... I was asking that too. Uh, we're here to work on your speed, agility, and endurance, which are all things you need to uh, have going for that. And that's where Robert Stone's kids show up. Hey. And they're going to be the coaches for Vaughn. And they scream, are you ready, Vaughn? And Vaughn screams, fuck yeah! <laughs> they censor it, no. but he does say that. Yeah, he does say that. They, they, they let him swear in front of kids. So we see him doing, like... Uh, running he's doing jacob's ladder he's running up the stairs he's lifting one of the kids over his head and stone at one point goes like here's oro think fast basically like all the distractions he might go throws a football at him so von like catches it and just throws it back in his face which is quite funny uh and then noam's face is stuck to one of those tackling pads yeah uh, Vaughn, and then and then he runs at it, yeah. And you hear like the Noam Dar, like him going, like oh, I forget what he says in his Supernova sessions, but like live or something. Yeah. And he spears it, great spear by Vaughn. Yeah, good tackle. Yeah, uh, and takes it down. And they say, "Now you are ready for the Heritage Cup." And Vaughn just yells, like like Darth Vader in Revenge of the Sith. Noam. No! <laughs> His best Hayden Christensen. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Vaughn did play in Florida here uh, for the UCF. I was right. For the UCF Knights. And uh, yeah, Central Florida. So, I mean, you know I love Vaughn. And you know I love Stone. And more specifically, love that they brought the kids back. Because the, yeah. the oh, Stone great. kids, they're hilarious. So this is great. But kayfabe-wise, how the hell... Is football going to help you win in a match that's got, like, rounds in it and it's wrestling, mm. not football? So uh, I was uh, a little, like, confused at that. But I, as much as I want to see Vaughn, like, win this thing, the, the part was, like, 
him like doing the huddles and it's like how many falls are there and he's like two out of three i gotta beat him it's like all right i i always get enjoyment out of his segments there is like this uh yeah there's something quite endearing yeah. about von wagner yeah and we'll always support von wagner and w- won't take any von wagner hate yeah especially with stone so yeah uh i'm all for wagner winning this thing hell yeah do you think he will I think he could, you know? Yeah, I think so. Um, We go to our next match. This match, I feel, has been built up for weeks. Trey Bearhill. Trey Bearhill. Versus Lexis King. I feel Trey Bearhill looks a bit like you with long hair. (laughs) You're saying... (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I did think that when he first showed up. I didn't want to say it. I'm like, yo. You don't look native. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like... Just grow your hair out. My, little plats. my one grandpa, uh, he was like, I'm pretty sure we're, we're native. We got like these, you know, indigenous roots in our background. So he, we got him to do the, the test. No, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, grandpa. But so I, sh- I should uh, support my, my brother, Braid. What's this? Braid Trey? <laughs> Braid Trey Hill. Trey Bear Hill. Um, yeah. Uh, so Lexus King took this guy out of the thing. Yeah. They have this little feud going, but yeah. So there's a big beal from Bear Hill and a hoe train in the corner, followed by a power slam. Uh, Bear Hill misses a leaping elbow drop, and then King starts delivering some yes kicks to the chest, and Bear Hill's like, come on, is that all you got? Chops him down, does the kind of double hand chops to the chest, uh, rakes the back of uh, Lexus King, which... Um, is a heel move, really. It's... Hogan would do this all the time, wouldn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Booker didn't like it. He's like, ah, oh, come on, disqualify him. And Vic's like, it's nails. Like, what are you talking about? Um, like, you know, imagine you got in a fight. Would you ever be like, ah, oh, I'm going to scratch his back. back? No, that's... It's it's, not. it's a very 80s wrestling yeah. move. Okay. The back scratch. I mean, the Young Bucks do it for a joke, don't right. they? Yeah, it's all in a big When spot. you see, like, Moxley and Hangman do it in their death yeah, match. Yeah, then I see then blood. You're seeing, like, it's... They've got glass in the back as they're doing it and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah it feels a little dated. Uh, he's yelling at King to get up. Um, and then King delivers a couple of kicks and that running forearm across the face, followed by the coronation for the win from Lexus. Yeah, uh, not nothing like too impressive. Uh, kind of similar to the match earlier. It's like both these guys might not be the most experienced in ring i think lexus king might have a bit more experience over uh bear hill Mm. here but i i felt like it was a lot of walking around you said like nails being used a lot of punches lexus king's like kicks don't look the most thing his finisher is i guess growing on me but yeah his wrestling definitely hasn't like stepped up even in now the time he's been in wwe so it's like as much as that is something i am enjoying lexus king's character so that's what's like been a step up for him. So as much as like maybe his wrestling hasn't improved, I have been enjoying this like skis ball. Like he's the easiest guy to hate here on this show. And we watch the show every week. So I do, it does entertain me to hate him as much as he's like the slime ball. So uh, his wrestling just hasn't really done it. Yeah. I, this kind of reminded me of watching like superstars from yeah. 92. Like I think uh, I kind of like, um, Eddie Thorpe's character because I think it's taking the like indigenous Native American and making it 
updated and current and yeah he was talking about i'm a dj and like my pride and all whereas this, this guy is, this feels more to tanker yeah it, it feels dated and just the i'm fed up of seeing big men roar like, in wrestling it, what, why are you roaring what right. were you doing his moves were incredibly basic and lexis king is incredibly basic in the ring um I haven't seen anything yet. I agree about the character that he's slimy. He gets under your skin, like as we'll see later. He's back on. He's, yeah. gr- he's great at that, but yeah, this just felt like something like a real throwback, and not in a good way for me. But uh, it's to you know, it's to get Bearhill some on-screen time. He's very new, obviously, but I'd say for Lexus King, they they have some plans for him in the near future. I imagine, right? Like they seem to, yeah. Yeah, so um, absolutely, we'll see. Okay, we then see Mello who approaches Trick Williams backstage and he asks him if he's been watching the LWO matches as kind of research and like to to get ready for next week. And Trick says, no, no, not yet. I've been focusing on other things. Mello reminds him to keep his eye on the prize and asks why Trick is fighting Ilya's battles. And uh, he tells him, look, you know, Ilya sees you as a threat, Trick. He moved the championship match, you know, the first time you were meant to fight, he couldn't do it. And then he's moved it onto a night where he knows you're going to have to fight twice. He's playing you like 2K, yeah, says Mella. Yeah, playing you like 2K. And he says, we saw him do this to Corbin as well. And Trick says, look, Mello, I know you know the game, but I know it too. Next week, we got the LWO. This week, you got Theory and I got Briggs. And he goes on to say, and I got to do this on my own. And Mello says, I know, I know. You're going to do this on your own. Yeah. These two uh, keep feuding. And I I didn't necessarily, like, they give these guys a lot of time every week. Like, Mm. they have multiple segments every week on each show. But uh, I like where it goes later tonight. And I like the 2K line. So as much as they had that hiccup where it was like, oh, they totally stuttered and waited did something to now now stretch this all the way to the pay-per-view, which makes sense. But yeah, the kind of back and forth bickering, like in real life, Mello, the trick would be like, yo, dude, like you're, you're lying. You're, you're, you're screwing me over this, this and that. Like I got a title match basically, but I, I love the chemistry between these two and I, I am enjoying this run. And, uh, can't wait to in a couple months talk about how great their feud is because i think that will be maybe even more money than them as like the team so uh, i i do think these are two of the best talkers in wwe i actually really like this how at the end mellow was like i got, i know i know you're on your own like it, it felt like they were getting a bit more cohesive yeah obviously yeah. you see later and not but then in the same way they do because he will help it yep, so true. yeah it's 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 weird but it's good we go to Supernova Sessions, uh, where we see Noam Dar and Oro Mensa. They say uh, Jakara and Lash aren't there because uh, of what happened earlier. They're still dealing with Fallon, or I think they call her Horse Girl, and, um, <laughs> and Ren. And Dar says Robert Stone's kid and Von go to the same school, and they're in the same class, and they even share the same crayons. Um calling Von Dumm, basically, and says, and okay, you can challenge me, but I am smarter and you will never touch this cup. And then introduces Lola Vice. So it seems like the match is on with Dar and Von. Yes. yes. For next week or Vengeance Day? Maybe uh, next I don't think they... Did they say a date? No, I'm not sure. Uh, Lola Vice comes out and uh, Noam asks her if it was planned, her turn on Electra. 
And Lola says, she's Madrina. She saw a rising star and jumped on my jet ski and tried to ride it. She calls Electra a leech and that she tries to use her star power to make her relevant again. So I dumped her like the baggage she is and I don't regret a thing. And I don't regret all these people watching my every move. All the women around here are jealous and I don't regret getting this contract on my own. And then Electra Lopez storms to the room and she goes to the ring and says, I'm not questioning why you did it. I'm just trying to figure out who you are. Because when you were hanging with me, you were holding back the tears. I saw you retweeting uh, any positive feedback you got and says, uh, you say you sacrifice more than you can imagine. Bitch, <laughs> I sacrifice more. She's not quite Brandy Rhodes, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, says, look, I started from nothing. I managed to get the attention of Santos. She didn't mention how she raised business by 16. 16%. 16%. Baby. And she says, La Madrina is here. And you got here for shaking your ass on Instagram. Oh. One minute you want to be in a Lifetime movie. And the next you're doing pretend MMA. <laughs> and next week it's going to be you and me one-on-one. But I can't wait to next week. I want to burn Vice City down to the ground now. And she spears her through the couch. Damn. This is the most fired up Electra's sounded ever. I I thought this was pretty good. I love how we've now heard a few people mention to Lola Vice, like, you only are famous for shaking your ass on Instagram. Yeah. Clearly Lola is like, yo. Mention that I shake my shake ass. My on ass and everyone's like, excuse me. Uh, yes. Uh, so I actually didn't mind this. I think um, I, I, I think Lola Vice will be a project for WWE and will be a huge star. But having Electra Lopez in her corner, I wouldn't say was the best because Lo- Electra hasn't like necessarily been one of the best like workers. It really hasn't done too much in NXT. She's still trying to find herself. Really, especially since Santos and them left. So this is pretty good for her. And again, I think this is the most fired up she sounded in ever here in NXT. So, I mean, the match, it, it could be rough, but it, it also could be pretty good. So I want to give it a, a benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I thought I did think it was the best Electra sounded. Um, and I think Lola, like, has got something as well, for sure. Um, just, yeah, feels like some kind of, you know... Telenovela I'm watching with these two yeah. fiery Latinas going at I it. mean, yeah, she said that like, oh, Lola, then you tried MMA. It's like, well, actually, she was like fucking like she was in Bellator. Like mm. she was she was a fighter for real. So um, I but I thought some of that was great. So yeah. uh, down the line, Lola will cash in on that title. Maybe she cashes in a vengeance day. Maybe. Uh, yeah, could see that. Uh, this is announced for next week, by the way, okay. as well yes. as Vaughn and Noam Dar. Perfect. Tony D Stacks and Rizzo are on X and they're in the car and Tony says, you want to come into my restaurant and fuck shit up? You want to fuck up me? Well, things are <laughs> going to get really interesting for you. We'll see you soon. Damn. And it's going to be in the pre-show of Vengeance Day, I think they said, did they not? So yeah, six-person tag, mixed tag, and it's is it for the titles? I mean, that, Is that what it's saying? Uh, it is a six-person tag. I'll see if it is legit okay. for the titles, but yeah. We go to Chase U's oh, boy. classroom and the, what do you call them, bailiffs? The, the debt collectors? Dancing lobsters? I don't know. Uh, excuse me? Uh, that's a joke. You, anyone watch the Amanda show, uh, okay. someone will understand. Um, and they, uh, 
Yeah, the the Repo Man. That's it, right? But that's a different wrestler. That's a different yeah. show. Yeah, it's a but wrestler. they're they're taking away all of Chase U because they're in so much debt. This um, was hilarious, by the way. Like taking the desks away, the, the flags, the fucking like marker board, like yeah. the board that they like. Oh man, oh this is sad. Uh, Riley Osborne says that's his name, right? Yeah, <laughs> says his time here was short, but he will remember everything that happened at Chase U. And Andre Chase says, I'm sorry, I failed you. It's like sad piano music through the whole thing. And then he's going, no, not my desks, <laughs> as the men are taking his desks away. And Duke says, look, Mr. Chase, it's all material, uh, materialistic stuff. It can be replaced as one of them takes his MVP trophy away. And he's like, what? What? No, not that. Just a freak out. Without the trophy or university, I will spiral so quick. I have nothing left. And then... A guy tries to take away the podium and Andre's going, no, get your fucking hands off my podium. And he goes, I guess that's it, Duke. We had a good run. Next week, I guess we officially say our goodbyes. Class dismissed. Oh, my goodness. And then, yeah, he get the lights turned off and they walk out of the the room there. It's basically... uh, It's like the last episode of Boy Meets World when Mr. Feeney just goes class dismissed and turns off the lights no. they were they were going for that for the for sure but yeah this is a, a big moment in chase you i mean could this be the very end dare i say shall we pour one out for chase you i mean could this be them getting called up will a call up that that you know raw money save chase you wow i mean that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad idea. There is a way you can do it storyline-wise that, yeah. you know, the big five billion Netflix like, contract. Sean, HBK, the GM's like, look, guys, I've been through some money issues before. I had to work for JVL. I had to work in a kitchen. You know, I'm going to get you main roster money. I'm going to save your, your university. There's a guy called R-Truth who seriously <laughs> needs some education up there. So, like, <laughs> A few people yeah. need some education on the main roster. Uh, maybe this is the end of Chase U and we bring in Jace U. Jace U. Because lately, you know, she's been teasing. There wasn't tease really on this week's episode. The the pictures, she was she, showing people something. She talks to Thea later and yeah. she's kind of like, I still got, I'm still working on it. Yeah, so, so Jace U. Jace U. Possibly. I'm just like, that yeah. could be something. Or it's all found out that Duke is the... Re- like, it has to be revealed that Duke was the gambler. I can't believe they've never gone... No, but Andre Chase is... Admitted. gambling. Yeah. He's like, I... It's yeah, I weird can't believe- they never tied it back yeah, to Duke. Yeah. And it kind of feels we've been waiting for a sort of the, the shooter drop, yeah. Duke turn or something yeah. for a long time and it hasn't. He's just a bit yeah. egotistical, but he's a good guy in a way. Or he's like, fuck, like, I don't have my trophy anymore. He said it himself, I have nothing else anymore. He goes back to being a poker. Will he player. come back in the Aladdin vest? And then Andre Chase joins him. Yeah. That would, you know. All right. Andre is like the one he he like goes to Andre like yeah you use that money on with me maybe the main roster is a better idea yeah. but I don't see that happening I ca- I can't see Chase you working on the main roster but it's a way of saving the university we've got to yeah. save the uni save the kids will it be a traveling uni if it's if they were on main roster I love how Booker was like come on man this isn't <laughs> even a real like Vic's getting sad Vic's like oh man Booker's like. Yeah, well, you know, it's not real. So <laughs> it's not a real university, but 
<laughs> we go to our next match, Dragon Lee versus Scripts. Yeah. And Obafemi is watching on on the perch. Obafemi is also 25 years old. His mum confirmed this, right? <laughs> Ms. Femi. Mrs. Femi. Uh, yeah, Obafemi's mom was like... Please, I'm his mom. Someone on online. Boy's not 22. People were like, "Yo, this guy's 22," and she replied, "Like, nah, he's not, and he's he's 25." And someone's like, "Yeah, how do you know, bitch? I'm his mom." <laughs> in in so fewer words, maybe different words, but yeah, uh, confirming. Oh, but the mystery of Obafemi is, he dude, he still looks 35. Yeah, he's, still- <laughs> he's 40. You look 30. <laughs> so. Uh- Scripps flips out of the move but gets drop kicked. There's a Topicon Hilo from Dragon Lee, and then a drop kick to the face, like the basement drop kick for a two. Uh, Dragon Lee then does this cool like flip to the floor. To just very, yeah, very impressive. Face to face with Scripps, pretty kind of ricochet esque, where he like almost like this. This is more of like a handspring, handspring off the top rope, onto using the apron yeah, to cool. flip. Yeah, um, Scripps then kicks Dragon Lee off the apron and hits this. Crazy, like, Topecon Hilo seated senton to the floor. Yeah, as much as I love to, you know, rip on scripts, like, he, he does do some flashy stuff. And the speed he did this in was very impressive. Yeah. Very, like, you know, 96 Rey Mysterio. Yeah, and then and then hits a a Spanish fly right after, which was yep. nice, too. Uh, there's Aces High from scripts, and then a Tornado DDT from Dragon Lee. Uh, Bronco Nima distracts the, le- uh, the ref. Uh, Dragon Lee goes for a Liger bomb, but Scripps flips out, and then that's when we get the one-man Spanish fly from Scripps, and this is where Tony D stacks and Rizzo run out, and they're taking out OTM. Rizzo even hits a Lope Suicida uh, to Jada Park. Wow, Jada Parker. Jada Parker, yeah. Um, all the brawling, but the match is still going on, and Dragon Lee hits Operation Dragon for the win. The uh, the Destino. Yeah, uh, so, you know what, like, a pretty fun match for what it was, considering Dragon Lee is very high action paced, like, doing flashy moves, but so is Scripps with the whole Cirque du Soleil, but I'm in a gang, I also like wine, Mm. and I wear a mask and I'm a poet, oh man, I forgot, he's got a few things going on, yeah, Um, he doesn't dress like he's in a gang, the other two dress like they're in a gang, he's like got, like, gear made that still doesn't look, he's, like, got, like, recycled Scripps gear, Mm. Like, Maybe this is just how he likes to dress. But he, he does, like, I got to give him credit. Some of the moves he does are pretty impressive. Yeah, I thought this was pretty fun. I thought they matched together pretty well. And then, yeah, sets up this match where it is uh, non-title, but will be mixed tag, meaning Tony, Stax, and Rizzo versus Price, Nima, and Parker. We see uh, Obafemi on the perch, gets on the mic, and says, I've made my decision. I'll see you at Vengeance Day. Um... Which was weird because last week he didn't say anything about uh, waiting to make his decision. And it seemed like they were turning him heel. Maybe this is just like, oh, no, 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 we shouldn't be doing that. Let's just get the match. Because last week he was like, no, I'm not facing you. Yeah. So it's almost like maybe they've just caught an audible. Like, oh, this guy's popular. Crowd like him. Let's. Yeah. Yeah. Like ignore what we said last week i think we'll get past this match i think he'll beat dragon lee maybe he you know clean is fine dragon lee is going to be busy back on the main roster so this will only help femi but yeah it seemed like he was less of a heel like oh yeah i'll give you that match yeah Yeah, sure i made my decision actually yeah you're pretty good yeah Yeah. yeah. or ava rain was like uh actually you have to have a match Mm. on this thing we see idris and malik 
Uh, they're upset. After this is losing. pretty. This is pretty funny and realistic. You ever think of like, oh wow, this wrestler went through all that to get that gear made for one night, and Idris is sitting there sad, holding his dusty polka dot gear, and he's like, "I spent hours making this." Yeah, <laughs> all for us to lose. Feel for he's him. He's also got his tie on like back to front, like they uh, look disheveled, uh, and disappointed, and that's when Brinley Reese. Oh man, don't here we go again. <laughs> I'm going to go with Brinley Reese. I think I called like six different people Tanner last week. I don't even know if there is a Tanner in this roster, but I, this was one of them. Brent, Brinley Reese? Okay, Tanner. Brin, no, wait, wait. Don't do that. Brinley Reese. Brinley Reese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the energetic girl. Yeah. Um, Mojo Rawley. This is, uh, yeah, Simon Dean, Mojo Rawley, Thea Hale. She runs in and uh, Malik says... Uh, why are you so happy? If I was in a battle royal thrown over the top rope and uh, and lost, I wouldn't be this happy. And Brinley says, I didn't lose. You learn from every opportunity you have. And uh, I then wrote it in my wellness journal. And Idris says, look, I'm glad you're happy, but Malik and I can't seem to catch a break and we ain't going to do any journals. Like we've tried everything. We work hard. We just need luck at this point. And Brinley says, no, enough of that. Next week, I want you to write down five things you liked about the match and five things you didn't like about the match, and we're going to address them. And then she, like, chops Idris across the chest, and Idris like, ow, that, that hurt. And then Malik says, well, we've tried everything else. Why not? Yeah. So next week, we'll get results. Do you see her being tied to them semi-permanently? I guess so. Yeah, it gives them... We don't have... Brooks Jensen and Fallon anymore, so we need a new right. kind of trio, maybe. Yeah, her and her wellness something. wellness journal. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We go uh, to Tatum Paxley, who's in Lyra Valkyria's locker room, and she says, last week winning with you as my partner was one of the best moments of my life. And Lyra says, oh, that's great, but uh, this is just a one-time thing. Yeah, I've heard that before. Um, <laughs> this isn't working out. Uh, Roxanne's coming after my title and that's what I need to be focused on and Tatum goes you know don't worry I completely understand Lyra goes oh well great I'm glad we're on the same page and leaves and Tatum goes absolutely on the same page as she looks insane five stage clinger Tatum Paxton yeah Yeah. so I I don't think they're on the same page well I think we're going to get her challenging Lyra in the next few weeks, but after Vengeance Day. Right. Yeah. We go to Blair Davenport versus Carmen Petrovic. Uh, Blair does this uh, crazy double stomp to like the back of the neck off the top rope. Yeah, I was worried for Carmen here. It looked like her face hit the map and the ref checked on her, but it looked like she was okay. Uh, Petrovic gets her big kick in the corner and this kind of back heel enziguri uh, thing which looked kind of nice. She's cool with the kicks for sure. This is she's got like karate background and like yeah. definitely can tell. And then uh, Blair finishes her off with the Kamagoye for the win. Uh, she doesn't do that move very well. It's like it's protected with different. Ca- the, it depends on the camera cut because she's almost like booting them, but completely not. And she's smacking the the, the thigh. And like when it cuts to different things, I've noticed this a few times. She's not doing it like Coda with the knee to the face, which I don't know how he does that without hitting the knee to the face. Hers is like she boots you and then she slaps, but... I didn't think these two gelled very well at all, to be honest. Um, 
I think we've seen Petrovic be better. Obviously, she's still new. I think her her like kicks and things do look good. She's yeah. got the whole martial arts background as well. Um, but I I I kind of thought this was a bit sloppy, and I didn't think Blair looked as good as she often does. Considering uh, just, yeah. it didn't seem to gel. I didn't think. Considering Blair has done this for a long t- longer time than than Carmen, especially before WWE, it looked as if it was a bit of a struggle. I, and it must be difficult with. Like trying to carry yeah these green wrestlers through a match. I'll say Carbon's got a look though. I mean, anytime someone comes out looking like a Mortal Kombat character with a sword, I'm like, all right, let's see what you can do. And like, does have have the background, so I'm not necessarily writing her off. And she's from Toronto. We got to support support our Toronto gal. Yeah, we go uh, to Ridge Collar. Sorry, Ridge Holland, who's uh, having a late night coffee. Uh, nice. He's got his his cup on him. Is it because he's was beefing with Joe Coffee? Oh, maybe. It could be tea or hot chocolate. He's British. Or it's decaf. definitely tea. Yeah. Uh, and Rich says, Joe says I have no friends and <laughs> no one was coming to save me. So then I got my ass handed to me and Kelly Kincaid's like, yeah, so why just didn't you ask for help? Yeah. And he goes, I don't want to prove them right. I left the brawling brutes to prove myself on my own and this is just another hurdle. And so she asks, so wait, you're going to take on all of Gallus on your own? And he says, yes. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. So yeah, next week, Rick Ridge Holland versus Gallus. One on three? I guess. All right. Right? He's, he says he doesn't have any friends. I noticed Pete Dunn was tweeting about last week. Like, he did the shoulder shrug gif. Right. Like, well, you told me you didn't want to be friends. Yeah. So. I'm enjoying Ridge, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hope you, he gets over this Gallus thing quickly. I hope he... He's got uh, a case of the Gallus right now. <laughs> oh, I hate when that happens, but yeah. he'll get through it. He's got, hopefully, some strong coffee. Yeah. We go to the main event. Josh Briggs versus Trick Williams. Uh, Briggs hits a nice-looking big boot, followed by a huge choke slam. I like his choke slam. He kind of comes down with it as well. Yeah. Look pretty nice. Uh, we see Ilya on commentary, and he's kind of firing up trick he's telling dawn get get on him get back he's kind of motivating him uh trick hits a booker-esque sidekick followed by the flapjack hell yeah and we actually notice briggs is a little busted open here ate that kick probably um briggs goes for a side slam and doesn't quite get him completely up with this one and Ilya is getting up again and is motivating trick so briggs uh hits him and then Mello pulls Ilya off the apron as Ilya's going to, like, charge after Briggs. And then this allows Trick to roll up Briggs for the win. And after the bell goes, Briggs is pissed and just delivers his lariat to Trick. The clothesline from hell. Yeah. To Trick. And then when Trick finally gets up, he seems a little angry. But... So, yeah, Trick shoves Mello. He's like, I didn't need your help. And Mello's like, look, I was... Like, just they were getting you. involved. Like, Ilya was getting involved. The rule was if Briggs won, it would be a triple threat. Uh, they said that earlier, right? right? So, Mello saved Trick. Yeah. Because Dragunov was about to cost Briggs the match, therefore costing Trick the match. Therefore, Briggs would have been added. Mello was like, no, I'm going to stop him. So, really, so he's his friend. One. Yeah. Yeah. As much as they've been like, no, Mello has been accidentally costing. They needed to do this to to make it seem like he legit... Cause Trick is mad. Helping him yeah, out. Trick is mad. But watching, you're like, well, actually, wait, he he saved you because yeah. you would have had to now face Briggs as well in the 
pay-per-view. But Trick is angry that Melo just got involved completely. He said, I told you not to come out here at all because mm-hmm. in the past you, you showed like some other colors. But I like the little ripples in the story. But it, Did you feel this is a, a full heel turn for Briggs or more just yes. like a baby face a bit pissed off and kind of in that middle sort of ground right now? But then he hit him afterwards. So yeah, yeah I, think, I think he's like, oh, JBL told me I needed to be heel. That's what he told me. So yeah. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying the elevation of Briggs, like Me flirting too. with this this upper of the card. I, I think he's good. I think he really shone in that Iron Survivor match. Um, I don't know if heel is the way I'd go with him, um, but we'll see. We'll see how he does with it. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see him and Jensen definitely like if he's going heel Jensen will be like, hey, what's going on with you? And then they have a match or something. I like. know they just broke him from a tag team, yeah. but I was intrigued in that Iron Survivor of seeing him and Dijak as a pair. Right. I thought yeah. they they're similar. worked pretty well together. They're big. They're similar. Yeah, I, I think there there's a better match out of these two Trick and, yeah. that we saw from Trick and Briggs here, but it's all to set up for the pay-per-view and stuff, so classic wrestling. But uh, I, I don't know uh, where we go with Briggs if a heel or babyface is better, but so far so good because like, back in the day in Evolve, wrestling was his strong suit, and mm. if you just let him wrestle, that might help get him over and... We'll see, babyface or not. But nice clothesline from hell. We see Thea Hale with JC Jane. Thea's upset because Chase U seems to be no more. And JC reminds her it's not over yet. We can still do this. There's still hope. And this is when Lexis King, the little slime ball. Hey, ladies. Comes in and says. Legit the words he said. <laughs> not like that, but you know. <laughs> hey, ladies. Uh, says, I could always be a shoulder to cry on. And Riley Osborne comes in and tells him to buzz off. And Lexi says, huh, you'll, you'll be going from zero to hero. And Thea says, you're a zero. He's my hero. I, I mean, our hero. And then Riley goes, hey, Thea, do you want to be alone with me? Yeah. He asks for some alone time. And uh, she's like, sure. And then JC reminds her to play it cool. Nice. Are, are we going to see next week of her playing it cool? Uh, what with Riley? We, Maybe. We gonna get a date with these two? Oh no, I hope not. You don't want dates? No. Oh, okay. Just like it's pay per view time. We don't need dates. You don't need dates. At I mean, time. It's Valentine's Day, even though their pay per view is called Vengeance Day, and it's like two I weeks. I mean, we before. did have a stand and deliver, which was Duke Hudson, Steph Delander, Indian Dexter, just going oh. shopping, didn't we? Oh, in Dallas. Yeah, never forget. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, we'll see what age, if JC is going to save Chase U, will it be Chase U? Will mm. the feet picks save them? We're not sure where it's going. but We got a no, uh, another no quarter catch crew video, uh, very similar from last week. Uh, we're seeing them do the, the bridges on their neck whilst, like Dempsey doing this bridge on his neck while Drew Gulak is stood on his stomach. He's yeah. like jabbing them with kendo sticks in the abs could you imagine that oh like think of all the dumplings we ate earlier i know i'll just talk about wrestling and then like you're just like getting smacked by the kendo sticks and stuff uh but the the main thing they said here was uh every match we invoke the catch claw which means we determine who wrestles so yeah they're giving us like a free bird rule kind of the house rules like those guys do yeah like well it's more just uh if someone's going to have a match with us, it's we pick like right before who's having. So right, it'd be like Damon right. Kemp or what's his face. 
Yeah, uh, I don't mind these guys. Definitely, uh, I, I'm loving the. It's like Drew's been doing. Drew Gulak's been doing this gimmick for so long and recycled different versions of it like over so long here in NXT. It's like one of the like easy gimmicks to go to. Okay, you'll be the wrestling guys, the series, but they're shooting it a bit differently, a bit darker, like trying to make it BCC esque. Yeah, kind of thing, I, I'd like know? to maybe move them away from being like defined heels. Yeah, maybe be a bit more BCC yeah. and a bit more. Tweener. I will say, though, maybe just because it's been a few weeks and I haven't bothered to quite Google it yet, but please someone tell me when they go, no mercy, no justice, or whatever. No remorse. No quarter. Oh, no quarter, isn't it? So, like, what, what, does, this, what does this mean? It means like, no it 25 means cents? No quarter, yeah. No quarter, no bullshit? Is that what quarter means now? Am I, like, just... No not, cap. No, no quarter. No quarter, fam. I have no idea. <laughs> like it has to be like no 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 shit, right? Like what no does quarter. No quarter mean. <laughs> oh, apparently it's from J- John Wick Four or something. John Wick Four. No quarter during military conflict implies that combatants would not be taken prisoner but killed. Jeez. So no sa- no no hostages, just death. no. We kill you. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. All, all right. right. I no quarter. Still don't like the name, but it's a name, and I'll get over it. And they'll drop it as soon as they move to main roster anyways, as they do with everything else in NXT. It was also popular in maritime circles, a.k.a. uh, among pirates. So these guys are pirates. Oh, Rin in the chat. It meant no mercy, meaning those who surrendered or were captured would be killed. Okay. These guys don't scream pirates to me, though. If they really wanted to be pirates, you call up Paul Burchill, get him involved. Yeah. With Dempsey. That'd be pretty sick. But yeah. All right. All right. No quarter catch crew. Because they're I pirates. Mean, Danielson's more of a pirate, isn't he? With his eye patch. Fair. Yeah. Damn. My dad had an eye patch once. Yeah. How's your dad doing? He's all right. I DM'd him. He's in him. Germany right yeah. now. Oh, man. It was his birthday yesterday. Yeah. I DM'd him. The day before, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh no. It dad. was yesterday. It's, yeah. It's past. We've gone long tonight. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Mello and Trick are in the dressing room. And uh, Mello says. Uh, like Trick's mad and Melo's like, look, he was coming after you. I helped you out. And Trick says, no, he wasn't. Melo's like, look, he was playing you. He played you just like Corbin. Wake up. And Melo's now getting frustrated by Trick because he's like, look, I'm trying to have your back here. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I, I, I like these the these two. Like I said, I kind of said it earlier, but yeah. I think the turn is coming on Vengeance Day, whether we like it or not. Whether it's Trick and Mello winning the tag tournament to fool you from the turn happening to Trick either winning the title and tr- Mello turning on him after or Trick not winning the title because Mello turns on him. Like yeah. one of these iterations is happening. So yes. either way, I think it'll work and do great for NXT. So can't wait. Ava Rain. The new general manager is in the ring. She introduces Roxanne Perez and Lyra Valkyria. Uh, Roxanne says, let's get the respect out the way early. I feel like this is a stand and deliver main event come early. And Lyra says, you know, I actually debuted in NXT the same day you won the title. And I've kind of was following you for a while. Rox says, yes, you had an incredible first year. You're the NXT Women's Champion, a women's champion in the best division in all of WWE. And I was exactly where you are a year ago. And everyone watched the rise and I had to claw my way back up and chase for the title I never lost in the first place. And now I finally get my one-on-one title match. 
And when I win, it will mean everything I went through was worth it. And Lyra says, look, I'm not here to push your buttons. You've had a great run, but I've replaced you at the top. And I know you're bringing the edgy Roxanne to Vengeance Day, but the last person I have to prove that this is my division to is you. And after Vengeance Day, the next few months won't mean nothing. And Rock says, look, I've been there. You're going to lose. And that's when the real questions begin. Is Lyra overrated? Was it too fast too soon? And some days this crowd, they're going to be with you. And some days they'll boo you. And can you handle that? Because it's so easy to handle when everything is going right. But when I become champion, and I will, will you be able to rebuild yourself the way I did? Or will you crumble? Lyra says, I've always been mentally and physically stronger than you. Where you crumble, I triumph. I may have been behind you, but after, you will be behind me. And Ava gets in between goes, ladies, ladies, settle down. Gets them to sign. And it seems like a pretty amicable contract signing. And as Tatum's left the ring, sorry, as Lyra leaves the ring, Tatum Paxley crawls in and puts Roxanne through the table. Lyra gets in the ring and says, you get the hell away from her. Be gone. (laughs) Be gone. And Lyra goes to pick up Roxanne and Roxanne shoves her off. Jeez. Tatum. Yeah. We weren't supposed to get involved. Thought we were on the same page, same feather. Could you see Tatum costing Lyra? Oh, going uh, back to Roxy. I I don't know if I'd like that. Uh, I I think I think this match will be pretty good. I I think I have high expectations of it. I liked the line from Roxanne being like, "Realistically, this is the stand and deliver women's title match." And yet we're doing it here. She says that. She's like, we should be fighting at WrestleMania weekend. But instead, it's been pushed to here. So we got to do it now. And we're doing it now. So I'm going to beat you. Uh, Either way, because think about it. You could have Tiff back in the picture for Stand and Deliver. And facing the winner of this match in in like a big one more time kind of match. So uh, I don't know. I thought thought both had some good lines here. I I like kind of the content. I think both still are missing something when it comes to their promos. Just a bit of like, I don't know, a bit more oomph. I'm trying to think of the right word for it. A bit more weight to their promos a bit. They both sound a little nervous, I find, when they're cutting their promos. Yeah, which is normal developmental. I find, like, I did like the content of it. I I like we're going at, you know, essentially two baby faces. Roxanne is slightly heelish at the moment but they're essentially two baby faces going at it and i do think it'll be a good match i'm i'm a fan of both in ring yeah i i do think this will be a, a banger so definitely looking forward to this weird that this is they chose this to end the show but i guess they want to put some oomph on this title match make well it i imagine ne- they'll do the same next week with for the, the men's, men's right yeah um, yeah but overall a, a bit of a mixed bag when it comes to this week's episode uh, i wouldn't say it necessarily was wrestling strong when it came down to the actual wrestling maybe the opening tag match with the wolf dogs yeah i'd say maybe that. and nathan fraser and axiom was the wrestling of it but i didn't necessarily mind everything we're going into a pay-per-view in two weeks so i'm happy that we're building towards a bigger show so therefore the build is 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 working like some of the matches think obafemi and dragon lee we got that added officially that's pr- going to be a pretty good match even though obafemi is new to this he seems like he's going to be the guy in nxt in the next year mm. or so so looking forward to that 
We've also got um, Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker now in this final. Will they face LWO or Trick and Mellow? I think it's Trick and Mellow yeah. would be the thing. Uh, we mentioned Perez and Valkyria in the women's title match. Trick and Ilya and then this mixed tag thing. So that's five. I imagine we get something announced next week as well. Yeah, I, I think it it did a good job this week at, of moving everything towards the PLE Um I'm with you. The, the wrestling wasn't quite there this week. I think it will be next week. I, I think the Trick Mello LWO match should be really good uh, on next week's show. And I am intrigued by the Heritage Cup match as well. Fun and known. Um So, yeah, I, I think it did a good job at building for Vengeance Day. Again, waiting for that mellow Trick storyline to keep, get a little heated. and I mean, they, they'll peak it at Stand and Deliver, right? Yeah, they'll fight so, at Stand and Deliver. Yeah, yeah, so they've got to pull the trigger at vengeance day i think so too yeah it'll be it'll be the old logo in the corner logo in the corner and Mello just shoots him no just like attacks him like it's gonna be like when again it's either gonna be like when sammy won the title and kevin owens just like attacked him or it's he costs him the match Mm. and then they fight for not the title at stand delivered but then that leaves Ilya empty for stand and deliver okada Ilya okada yeah exactly uh so that was nxt uh Looking forward to Vengeance Day in a few weeks on the 4th there. And a reminder, we will be going live right after NXT Vengeance Day here on the post feed for our Vengeance Day post show. So definitely tune in for that. Take the last train to Clarksville because they're going to be in Tennessee. I wonder if there'll be snow in Tennessee. They better be careful. All right. Yeah. Uh, We'll go to some feedback. We always put our feedback thread up on the Poison Rana Facebook group. So give us a follow if you haven't already. And do you want to start or uh, go for it, please. We start with Lincoln Loud. Lincoln Loud. I don't know if he's cool ever... Name. Has he ever written in? I don't know. Sounds like an NXT recruit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first time, long time? First time, long time, Maybe, I guess. Maybe, possibly. He goes, uh, so Ava's the GM and Roxanne's the ref now. Side note, the Roxanne being the ref thing is a joke on her wearing black and white stripes tonight. She's wearing a... She wears Beetlejuice quite a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you should read the next one, okay. though, I think, yeah. It's Magan. Great to see Regal make his return after that calling off period. Ava becoming the new GM is a great move for her as it's become a little too lawless down there. The same day her dad joined TKO's board of directors smelled like a coincidence. Gaslighting, pot stirring and hidden agendas ran rampant with the mellow planting seeds of doubt in Trick's head. And Tatum Paxley being a dark cloud hanging over what should be a hell of a women's title match between Lyra and Roxanne. Match of the night was the tag match between Bron Corbin and Axiom Fraser. Axiom got to win a title this year and there's mileage in him and Fraser staying a tag team. Thank you, Megan, as always. We go to Manny from Bacoima, a really solid NXT, the opening match. Tag match was good. The Wolf Dags. The Wolf Dogs. The Wolf, Wolf Dags. Dags. <laughs> oh, no. What have I done? The Wolf Dogs. No bread, no water, just meat. meat. I can't wait for that new up-and-coming NIL, NIL signee, Okada, debuting against Lexus King at Stand and Deliver. Hopefully, King will show him the ropes. I wonder if Riley is going to tell Thea he's IRL engaged to Blair Davenport, but I'm honestly thinking he's actually interested in JC and wants Thea's advice. Oh, we didn't even think of that. Yeah. Uh-oh. And now it all makes sense. Heartbreaking. For months we've been asking why Lil Rock Arkansas Ava was randomly booked booking matches. We'll now know why because the Rock the Dwayne Johnson let his daughter now 
ahead of time that he was joining the two the board and gave her this job. Project Rock, uh, Under Armour, Terramana, Zoa, Seven Buck Productions. <laughs> Thank you. He's just listing everything The Rock has produced. I mean, in all seriousness, for Stan and Deliver, like, if Ilya has dropped the title... No, he's going to be champion still. At Stan and Deliver? Yeah, I think. I'm just like, do you just do Okada Ilya at Stan and Deliver? Right. Like, Okada can... Not stay in NXT, but so, just... So put the title on Trick, so that Mello and Trick... Trick and, and Mello for the title, and you kind of do the Sami Zayn thing, where, oh, who am I going to face? And But just have it as one match and both move up. But it right. would sell tickets and give a bigger... Like, it would give it more than it maybe would have at Mania. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be crazy. It'd be a good match. Like, it, right? Most people would be like... Okada's doing NXT, but it's like, no, just do one match against Dragon. You go into the arena before NXT to, to perform Mania to we'll watch see, a like, great match. You, you, he could show up in the Rumble. He could show up for Mania. Who knows? But yeah, that that I would like to see Dragon off Okada. And if it has to be an NXT, then so fucking be it. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Just We're please. going. So like, we'll- yeah, like I'm looking at all the different things for Philly and I'm like, oh my God, they start, start adding like some of these crazy matches at some of these indie shows. It's like, it's going to be hard picking NXT over like certain matches, right? They announce Okada for NXT. It'd be like, what? Of course I have to go to that. It's ridiculous. What crazy matches are there? Uh, well, Okada could do... No, I mean <laughs> going head-to-head with NXT. I mean, not head-to-head, but like right. that day, like, there's going to be a lot of... Yeah. Like, I ain't rest- going to anything. It's we go WrestleMania in the evening. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, there are going to be a lot of days of watching a lot of wrestling. That costs money and stuff, but like... And finally, yeah. we go to Andrew McDonald, who says, Hide your toothbrush. William Regal is back. I did. Am I missing something? Yeah, he sticks toothbrushes up his bum, didn't he? He stuck Jericho's toothbrush up oh, his bum. right. Oh. And then got Jericho to use it, right? And then Jericho and pissed, in pissed tea. in his tea, right, yeah. <laughs> British people love tea. Uh, I do kind of wish Regal was in that GM role instead of Ava. I find it funny that The Rock is on the board of directors and the man he hates so much he wouldn't put him in his TV show is running NXT. <laughs> uh, Ava, though, feels pretty rough in her new role and it seems like they're just trying to shove her anywhere. She's not the only bad actress. That girl who looks like Thea Hale was awful. I think means Brindley Reese. Uh, Malik Blade wasn't any better in that segment. I found the main event segment wasn't great either. Why are there so many bad actors on this show? I know it's developmental, but you know who are great actors? Robert Stone's children. <laughs> they were great. And I kind of want to see them get involved with the Heritage Cup match. Noam Dar could threaten to beat them up. It makes me not want Okada to be on the show. He's already had enough bad gimmicks in his day with the Green Hornet, his balloons, and coming up with the KOPW title. I feel they'll do a deal where he's he was the one who spent all the money in OnlyFans tips to save Chase U. Oh, my God. Anyway, wrestling was okay, but the acting and interviews are rough, especially compared to the main roster. Yeah, you're, you're definitely not wrong, Andrew. It's definitely been something that we've been kind of saying, like uh, certain wrestlers who've been doing this for a while. I look at Edge, Adam Copeland. Like He takes acting lessons. He's in movies tv shows whatever it be like certain wrestlers like i don't care if you played football and this and that yeah looking the part and being athletic to lift and do these moves is one thing but like you gotta you gotta learn how to talk you're featured on tv like you need to know how to to talk and realistically it's gonna get you further 
Yeah, of, than co- of being course a it will be spectacular. Absolutely, wrestling. like, but like, you think about it. Like when you go to high school, at least here, you know, I grew up. You had to take some like public speaking yeah. things, and you learn that as you grow up, right? Like, so like, it's people do it all the time. Like people go, you know what? I I need to take an improv class or an acting class or something to to get you. You're on TV a lot. It, it, I imagine they do have classes. I know, but when NXT first kind of kicked off, the the videos of promos classes would mm. be kicked around. But like, it it goes a long way. They should really drill in. Like acting is a big part of this. But I would hope it's not just you know. Norman Smiley teaching about promos, you know, you should have actual acting coaches who have nothing to do with wrestling. Be pretty sick. Just teaching you how to act. Norman Smiley's teaching me promos. I mean, he, you know, he's training there, but yeah. Great stuff there. Thank you for writing in there. Join the Poison Rana Facebook page if you haven't already, because every Tuesday night when we go live, we read your feedback here like we just did those fine folks. So appreciate it. Appreciate you for listening. If you've made it this far, really appreciate everyone in the YouTube chat here tonight. We'll be back next week on our go home show for Vengeance Day. And then, yes, live after Vengeance Day again here on the post feed. So check that out. Appreciate it. Find us on whatever social media you use at Poison Rana Pod to find us. We do have a Patreon, so support your small time creators and check out some of the podcasts that we are doing. We are in rumble season mode, so this week, tomorrow, we're recording our Royal Rumble 2001 edition of Reviews from the Six. We're going to be chatting about... I don't even remember who won, wins. Oh, wait. No, I do. You just think of the mania and you go, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's who won. Uh, so is this Drew Carey in 2001? It is indeed. Wow. Can't wait. Yeah. So we're going to chat all about Royal this Rumble This is a good Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Last year we did 2000, so that's in the archives there as well as everything else that we do. Our NXT Arrival review is up there. Our Howard the Duck review with WH Park and John Ceno is up on the Patreon uh, we just did our our Von Eric profile podcast as well. So check out all the other stuff that we do. It's only five bucks and there's like so many shows, a bonus show every week there on the Patreon. So give us a shot for five dollars. But yeah, boysandron.ca for everything else that we do. That's it. We're done. Sorry, we, we, we went long, but, you know, WWE signed with Netflix yeah. and all that. So appreciate everybody out there. We love you. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe and have a happy, happy Royal Rumble. Ahoy! Oh,